Welcome to uh, episode uh, 235. 235, guys. And with That's me tonight... It's halfway to 500. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. Minus Let's not It's going to take us another 10 years to even get close to that. Imagine. All right, that there's Kirby Hand joining us. This is the second time uh, within... Oh, that's right. We're closing the year out here, and Kirby's joined. A few weeks ago, he was on the show, and uh, now he's back. A few months mm-hmm. ago, probably. 58 miles south of me, Kirby Han, everybody. That's it, huh? 58 yeah. miles? And 1,081 miles, I looked this up, from me, Jason Rona. Jason's like, that's not far enough. Yeah, I mean, there not there some sort of uh, jurisdiction, or yeah. I don't know if that's the right word. Um. Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, something that uh, who's going to join us on the show here a little later, Tyler Hooks, that he mentioned to me the other day is he listens to, is it a motocross podcast that says they are the, uh, is it, they specialize in like the longest podcast? Is that what um, it is? It's called it's, The Longest Podcast or something like that? That's the name of it? I it's would something say like that. I'm like get, my when you say motocross podcast, it's either Pulp MX or DMXS would are the first two to pop in my mind. Okay. Yeah, he said there's one that's like they do like five eight hour episodes. Or Pulp MX. Like yep. They do a live show on a Monday, and it's about five to six hours sometimes. Oh. Let's see if we can beat that, guys. Yeah. So you mean? Hour wise, it's the longest. Absolutely, yeah. It's probably lo- one of the longest running ones too, right? Yeah, I think he's. I've, I've actually listened to every episode. Not even shitting you. And he puts out Steve Mathis. Um, under the Pulp MX umbrella, he has. There's so many different. They're still motocross related, but kind of like different formats, like. A one-on-one interview for like an hour, or now they started doing these. Uh, uh, what the heck, what the heck's it called? Rewatchable. So they'll take a memorable race from yesteryear, and they'll watch it and then discuss it and whatnot. Tons of content from uh, Pulp. So yeah, that's what I we listen do to that. all week. Yeah. What do you mean we you can know. do that? Bill Simmons, uh, he does rewatchables. Oh yeah, that? absolutely. Actually, it's called re re-raceables. Yeah. <laughs> okay, re-raceables, and right. so Bill Simmons does rewatchable. Okay, gotcha. I like that re-raceables. I said, I said rewatchables. Yeah. Can we steal that re-raceables without getting in trouble? Absolutely. What would we watch I, though? When we started, I actually bounced a lot of questions off of Mathis. Oh really? Just to ask him. Yeah. Which I then forwarded to you because you forgot but no mm-hmm. there was there were some questions we had and I'm like well, i'll send him an email if he answers it he answers it great if not but he got back to all my questions oh wow i think he's been doing podcasts since 08 damn so he was on yeah. the cutting edge yeah there was that that dmxs moto podcast they've been around before him but they usually do one, maybe once a week, where, God, he has probably 
under the whole pulp umbrella, he's probably doing like I'd have to say average like three a week. Yeah, hmm. tons of content, which is fine by me because I listen to it all. It all interests me. So he's all he's like the Conrad Thompson of uh, motocross. Oh. Better because this guy actually used to be he was a former mechanic. So mm-hmm. yeah, he's got really good insight. He's a little he's <clears throat> abrasive. Um, he's a libtard, which is a bummer, but, uh, uh, he has, you can, you can tell he listens to Stern and his wife listens to Stern and you can kind of catch that vibe of him trying to be like him kind of, no. but it, it's like, you know, just don't do that. Do your own thing. He's, you know, right. And he's like. He's a magazine editor. Like he writes articles for Racer X and shit. So he's like, he's all in the moto scene, been like his whole life practically. So just like Jason has been RC racing his whole life. That's right. And I used to watch motocross in the 90s on ESPN after school. Or is it Supercross? It's when uh, Monster Damon Trucks? Brad- it, no, it's when Damon Bradshaw. You know, the they BC- actually. The Beast of the act- East. Damon used to write. Actually- uh, he was monster truck guy, yeah. Well, so back in his supercross days or mm-hmm. motocross or both, yep. That's what I used to watch after school. Dang, uh, they'd have those on ESPN. Watch Look a bunch you. of those. So, what was that like? Might have been like ninety three, ninety four, early nineties. Yep. Yeah, early nineties. <laughs> Back in the two-stroke days. So let's check out the... Uh, well, wait a second here. There he is. Spencer Ripken, TB12. I don't have my normal... Uh, where I can see the chat. Oh, you don't? Oh, maybe... They did Jeez. update, so maybe they changed it. Let me check here. I just saw it pop up. Oh. Maybe no. It says I have private chat, but I don't have the uh, Apple probs. Well, this is through my computer, so it's an Apple, though. I imagine, right? No. Nope. <laughs> says he's an Apple fan. Hmm. We're on PC. Remember, remember the old commercials, the Apple guy and the PC guy. Remember when they used very to vaguely, like. <laughs> If you wanted to mention that, I would have totally forgot about him, honestly. And it was like the, you know. <laughs> it was a while ago. Does that work, Jason? Yeah, it does. Okay. Good job, Gotti. Look at yeah. him go. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, yeah, they update stuff and then it changes settings. So. Just move a couple wires around. We're getting some questions here already. Uh, I like the cut of his jib. Where's that at? Where am I? Oh, Joey Zerers. Uh, who's this dude? Well, his name's on the screen there. Um, I like the cut of his jib. There you go. Okay. Well, whoever you're talking about. Talk uh, about my jib like that, huh? So there's <clears throat> Joe says Justin Long was the Apple guy. And oh then- yes, yeah. And then, so he was the also the kid that played 
in was a dodgeball. He was in dodgeball. Yep. Right? Yep. He was the nerd. He was the geek. And ironically, in the commercial, he's the cool guy, right? The cool guy with the apple. I forgot he was. I can I can absolutely picture it now. And then I just, the, I there's just the lost nerd, respect the for nerdy him. guy. And then the nerdy guy was uh, about the PC. Remember those OG apples that were like, uh, you know, it was just the monitor, everything in the monitor. And they were like uh, a clear colored. I think they had like yeah. five different color options. Mm-hmm. That was probably what, late 90s or 2000, yeah. something like yeah. that. Yeah. So we got some uh, Brandon Powell states Damon Bradshaw was the first guy to win Supercross on a four-stroke Team Yamaha. Tidbit. Another tidbit. Yeah, was that uh, was that the beginning of the McGrath era, Mm-mm. or was McGrath right after that? Mm-mm. I think no, McGrath was before that because he was all two strokes. Hmm. Really? Yeah, McGrath. Was, he, he's was, still not racing, right? McGrath. He's actually a brand ambassador for Cowie. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Cool. Still, like I think he does a little, you know, maybe a little bit of Supercross testing. <clears throat> he's a product developer for Maxis Tires. Um, so he's still very into moto, very much so. So Jared Tebow said it was Doug Henry. Tebow's right. Uh, we got a bunch of uh, Stephen McPeak. Yeah, I just remember it was, that was, you know, during the time when ESPN, they would run a lot of different stuff in that 90s. They were just throwing stuff in the <laughs> afternoon to see what it stuck you know they had short course trucks the mickey thompson oh yeah that's right that yeah uh they would do that you still love that video game obviously do they do monster trucks i spend some money on that game yeah yeah the how about the steering wheel the way the steering wheel spun (laughs) on the 180s just yeah man yeah they had uh they had that arcade game at king rc oh really and yeah oh wow I spent a lot of summers at King. Yeah. In North Carolina. So there was a lot of quarters spent on that game. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. That had to be awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. So we get another big correction from Jared. Bradshaw was before McGrath. All right, Jared, you could leave the chat. No, okay. <laughs> we don't want to be corrected here, Jared. Come on. You know what, Jared? Jared would be called an expert in this field as well. Well, maybe we got to uh, get Jared in here. I'll send you the you link, know. Jared. <laughs> I see Jared's out running a lot of uh, Kirby would relate here. Mountain biking. Mm. Jared's killing it on the mountain bike stuff right now. Is it really? Year, kind of. Yeah. All you RC guys are in the mountain bikes, right? Or is a it? Lot, are they into a lot, that are in the, a lot of them are in the roadies. Gotcha. Yeah. But there are. Yeah. Uh, I, I noticed uh, Jared goes down to um, what? What did we say the big mountain bike thing is in Arkansas? What's the name of the city? It starts with a B. Uh, Bennettville. Oh wait, yeah. No. Is that? Yeah, that's where Walmart's from. Ben, yeah. Bentonville. 
yeah my friend my friend jeff just bought a house there um right on the trail it went up for sale he's been going there a lot uh he said it went up for sale and uh he bought it that day mm. uh basically it went on the market and he basically looked at the photos and put in an offer and he's there he moved uh everything there so wow sweet he absolutely loves it he's just he fell in love with going there i think we talked about this a little bit before but um yeah he absolutely loves being there and all the money walmart put into that area he said yeah, it's put insane he's yep. serious wow yeah yeah just like building trails and whatnot yeah lots of money put into it walmart it's, is yeah uh, yep well wow. that's where walmart is from right Ville, arkansas yeah. yeah but i didn't think they really but they, yeah, they put money cared into much it. about the community. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, yeah. I, I saw it on South Park, and it looks like Walmart rolls in and just destroys the freaking town. South Park's pretty accurate too. Yeah, so Fake see news. where you're coming from. Um, yeah, they, they refer to Bentonville as the mountain bike capital of the states, and I'm sure there are a lot of regions could argue that, but hmm. yeah, okay. Walmart puts a lot of money into it. <laughs> Seems yeah, fair. He's, he's he he um, raves about it. He what's he rave about the trail? From, well, he's been a little bit everywhere. Uh, in the nineties, he was in Florida. Then he moved to Seattle. He moved she- to Cal- California. He's been in Georgia. He's been in Boston. Uh, he's been all over. He said, "Work yeah. moving." He said, "All so. the corners." Yeah, he's been he's been everywhere. So, um, yeah, he really likes uh, that. He's kind of in retirement phase, so sweet. Uh, he's kind of settling in over there. That's what he likes. He's like the king of the hobbies. Like he's done them all. Like I mean, mm-hmm. if you name something, he's done it and tried it. Uh, obviously, RC was one of the things. That's where I met him, but. He's tried it all, done it all, uh, between surfing and snowboarding and mountain bikes. and uh, So he gets bored R- fast and R- moves on? RC, real racing, um, surfing. Um, oh, what a show off. Ga- gambling. <laughs> You've gone to Vegas. <laughs> he's, done, he's done it all, man. And he, So it's like it's funny because it's like he's got a pretty good, you know, obviously you do that much stuff, you got a pretty good base of, like man your opinion your opinion about all these different things it's like yeah i've done that about video games yeah he's one of those guys i've done that i've done that so save some for the rest of us bro yeah no kidding so (laughs) about the last half dozen or so so um where is uh joe zaire he said he's going to jujitsu right now um and my friend Jeff, I don't believe has done. Ju- I don't believe he's done jujitsu. So uh, maybe that's next. Uh, yeah, I'm sure he's he's done that. Um, Joe Zare ran out of talent podcast. Someone sent me a clip, Jason. They were talking about you on the show, okay. saying that when you are on the podcast here, and you say "mm-hmm," that's like a big. That's like a, that's like your fu to something when you. Oh. It's interesting. I'll send you the clip. 
Okay. <laughs> I thought I did in the chat, um, but you probably didn't listen to it. I was waiting for you to say that, that they turn it into a drinking game. Oh, well, that, that, Jason says, mm-hmm. They, they were saying, like, yeah, when Jason says, mm-hmm, it's like, you know, since Jason can't say F you, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's his, his little diplomatic, way. Yeah. Right. Well, Jerry's saying that would be a great drinking game, by the way. There you go. There's quite a few of those. Yeah. You know, like the. It's quite, quite the profile pic. Yeah. I mean, when, when you. I think everybody has those things that you can. Oh, my God. When we first started a podcast, remember Kirby? I used, I used to say. Kirby had something. I can't remember what it was, but I used to say definitely a lot. Like, and Kirby would say something. I forget what it was, but it was constant throughout the podcast. Shut up, really? But that's when the podcast was just kind of like, alerted of okay, this. Kirby, what's what's in the news today? And, all definitely. Oh, well, a team associated came out with an umbrella. It's like, <laughs> I mean, remember that one? Yes. That was an actual Dude, team associated still, product, by the way. I still have those notes somewhere. Yeah, we used to I take notes before yeah. podcast, Jason. Can what you imagine that? Uh, yeah. I have a notepad. Well, Jason takes notes, but I mean, we actually <laughs> kind of wrote a segment out, for like three different segments, and I was like, this isn't working. Cause God, this- I remember how nervous we got for that shit, dude. It was like, <sighs> I can't believe it. Uh, God, we got Joel Johnson on, man. Yeah, I mean, that tr- Gotti would get all choked up over that. I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't nervous with Joel though. He was was I so nervous? No, I don't. No, I'm joking. <clears throat> when we worked together, that when Joel was at Trinity, I used to just hang out in his office all the time. He's like uh, I, Gotti. Um, do you need anything, Joel? <laughs> do you need coffee? Do you need coffee? <laughs> Dude, we went we went to lunch and I let that's when I had that red Ford Focus if you remember Kirby I don't know if you remember I that don't. and Joel drove it because he wanted to drive it so we went to lunch Jeez. and we went down the road to get a sub and I'm like man Magic, Magic Man's touch. driving my car this is amazing <laughs> you know, so subs. so anyway funny story and Joel Joel could back this up we were heading back to Trinity and it was snowing that day like you know just nothing major you know just a light coating on the road but this car coming towards us literally does a 360 right in the middle of the road and then just goes right past us and i was like man look at magic he just navigated right around that car like it was nothing he didn't panic or anything this guy's got mega skills i was like joel you rule dude god he's like i would have hit that guy (laughs) i definitely would have i would panic yo did you go to delicious subs that's what it was delicious subs absolutely blockbuster Yep, absolutely. No, wait. It was very close to Blockbuster. You could actually okay, we had a, delicious subs. Right, but, but we drove. Who's going to walk? Right, okay. Yeah. It was delicious subs. Yep, mm-hmm. absolutely. The place was good. Yeah. Is that like Miami subs? Probably better. <clears throat> uh, delicious subs of Edison, New Jersey. So There's if anybody the, out that way. Let's see if it's open still. I'm gonna yeah, check that out. But that yeah, that's exactly machine. where we went. Let's yeah. go back up to the top and, here. And of course, I made Joel money. pay, you know. But You made Joel pay? Well, Absolutely. I didn't make a pay. He offered to pay, and I said, I can't turn that down. <laughs> I, I seriously wanted to pay, but he's like, no, I'll pay. And I'm like, all right. I was like, man, Magic Man's buying Tr- my food. This is awesome. Turning the black card. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Driving my car, buying me lunch. <laughs> Dude, I thought it was so awesome. Joel was driving my car. I wish I had a cell phone back then like this you know when you take photos and shit but but joel could back that story up 
be in uh, photos would be in your story. Yeah. My bringing up my memories. Tag Joel. Hey Joel, remember Joel McCar back in the day? <laughs> well, he wanted. It. He's like, man, the Ford Focus, man. I want to try that thing because it was brand new at the time. How it can was you a, say no? Two thousand. Uh, you can't say no to Magic Man. Oh hell no. That was what, what, what was it? It was what a two thousand Ford Focus. Okay, that, that was Gotti returning the favor for that P main yeah. victory. Yeah, absolutely, that's true. Let me drive your Focus. Uh, Jerry's guess. saying that's the pristine handling char- characteristics of a Ford Focus. Yeah, okay. it's nimble, nimble. But uh, I think Magic had a lot to do with it. He didn't panic. Yeah. He didn't panic when that car was coming at us. Cool, yo. Joel's cool as ice. Yeah, yeah he was. Those. I mean, uh, the. I mean, it's if there was another name besides Magic, it probably would be the Ice Man, right? The ice Man. There you go. Uh, RC Jers says Edison, Edison. Jers. That's right. Who's that? Thirty six East Meridian Street. Oh, Edison, New, New Jersey. God, I can't believe I drove. To and from Edison every weekend. <laughs> Jesus. I regret doing that. Really? I don't know. There was so much stuff down in Jersey, dude. I was like, God. Yeah, and we really did. Dro- drove back to little tiny ass PA town. Like, what the hell? Yeah. And we really didn't start hitting Jersey until like near our end of the run there. Yeah. Like we started going to the Woodbridge Mall a lot. Dude, those malls blew my mind. Yeah. That's when malls were a thing. Right. Yeah. Remember those days? Yeah. But yeah, we go in those two malls. It was like Menlo. It was Menlo Park and uh, what'd you say? Woodbridge? Yeah. Woodbridge. Like those malls were like, holy sh- Crazy. Yeah. That's when it was happening. Everybody was there. Yeah. Char- Charlie Swank is mentioning here that on the back of Jim Dieter's RC trading card, mm-hmm. it had him labeled as the Iceman. Jim Dieter was the Ice Dieter's card. Oh, th- that's a perfect nickname for Dieter. Yeah. I mean, Dieter got zero reaction. That's why he's the Iceman. There's that there's that uh, NBA video clip of Larry Bird as a coach, and Reggie Miller hits like the game-winning three, and it's like his facial expression does not nothing. change. Nothing. <laughs> you know, everyone is just going crazy. Yeah. He's just standing there like birds like, yeah, big deal. Mm-hmm. God, I forgot he was a coach there for a little bit. Yeah. He was he's actually pretty good. Yeah. yeah, He's kind of done it all. <clears throat> we saw a uh, Jim Dieter at the team associated race there at, uh, um, trackside. <laughs> I was up there a couple months ago. Yeah. Yeah, how's Jim doing? Good. Yeah, Dieter works. Yeah, I mean, Jim's Jim, still, man. He hasn't changed. He's he was awesome. still helping people. He's a man. Yeah, he's still helping people, and that's another guy we got to get back on the podcast sometime. Legend. Yeah, absolute legend. I couldn't believe because remember we were going to have him on the podcast, and we did like what in 2013, I think it was. <laughs> Seems like eons ago. Yeah. And uh, we were like a little worried because, you know, Jim, you know, it doesn't seem like he talks much, you know, just he's very quiet, mm-hmm. not many words, but man, he was awesome. And he just kept going and going with stories and everything. Yeah. Good one. We got to get him back on. We got to get a lot of these guys back on again. 
I remember, I probably told this story before, but the first interaction I ever had with Dieter, I had those, the RC trading cards. Uh, me and I got a set for Christmas and my brother got a set for Christmas. And I wish, I wish I knew where they at. I have no clue where they were, but kind of, I inherited both sets kind of. And I took one set and just took them in the races and got them signed. If any of those racers were there and uh, Roar, 92 Roar Dirtle Nats in uh, in Georgia at the Sugar Bowl. Mm. It was a weird format. Like, that dirt track was awesome at night. So, they covered it during the day. And the racing actually went down at night. Anyways, that was the year Trinity brought out. Trinity got the Reflex 10. Right. So, on one side of the track, it was Trinity. Other side track, it was Custom Works. Wow. And and over on the side was bowling. Bowling was because the track was so smooth, bowling could run pan cars there. Um <laughs> that bowling actually TQ'd stock, I think, two wheel drive stock. Anyways. With um, a pan car on a dirt with, oval. With a pan car with like a pound of lead on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh silicone tires. Cause that's oh. how that's how much this this track was like glass. It was a triable, not much bank to it. It was it was amazing. But uh that was the first race. I was, you know, oh, there's Jim Dieter. I'm going to take my card over to him. I was like nervous as shit because just the the aura Dieter gives off is like, you know, yeah, don't bother me. Probably don't want to be bothered by anybody. But he signed my card. And that was awesome. Uh Trinity and Losi busted out Jack Johnson for that race and Kyle Reed. Wow. Yeah, it was like it was like dirt oval war. It was something else. Hmm. Yeah. If, which if which track like, was that? If you had, you know, cell phones back in the day of that whole oh, man. aura of that event, it was it was awesome. Um the Sugar Bowl. Oh, okay. Yep. Which later turned into they paved it and made a paved trial. I forget I forget which Sugar Hill. It was in Sugar Hill, Georgia. Okay. Yeah. I, I believe. But it was like amongst pine trees and stuff. It was in the it was it was really neat. It was a cool race. That was my first national ever race. Uh, 92. The weekend before that was the 92 Roar Paved Oval Nationals at King RC. So we traveled down, stayed there on like, I don't know, the, the weekend to just to watch stuff because Rob Cutman was there racing it. And Big we boy. To, yeah. Then we traveled to the Dirt Nats to race that. That was it was epic. Hmm. Sugar Bowl. Mm-hmm. That was a one of, one of a kind track. That track. I remember a lot of people talking about going there. Was there an off road track there too? There, there was, but it was kind of like it almost felt like you know. Although that that was a Roar National Weekend. Mm-hmm. It almost kind of felt like it was kind of like second. Yeah, there's an off road track over there. No big deal. Charlie is saying there was a breakdown of him and his style and uh, in quotate, like uh, like he's got ice in the veins. Dieter is the ice man or something like that on back of the yeah. card. Okay. I still That's absolutely Dieter. Hmm. I'm going to have to see if I could find mine. I doubt I it. I wish but... I knew where they were. It was uh, never got Pavitas's autograph. <sighs> Even at the uh, 96 Nats, you didn't run around there. and Yeah. No. Mm-mm. 
Uh, Pavitas didn't I, didn't want to give you the autograph. He's, he's like, probably a cool guy, me anyways. You know. Yeah. yeah kid. <laughs> Beat it, kid. Beat it. Rob was in those cards. Yeah, no doubt. Yep. Uh, RC Jersey is saying they recently just finished a crazy, crazy huge mall in North Jersey. Has amusement, has amusement park, water park, ski slope, etc. Okay, now That's I crazy. Yeah, dude, you can you can watch. Uh, you can go on YouTube and check them all out. Um, is did you? I just, swear to God, I watched something that was indoor mm-hmm. ski slope in Jersey. I'm like, what? Yeah, the mall is massive. They they That's opened up right before. Unfortunately, right before the pandemic broke pandemic, out. Uh, and um, so, yeah, obviously, I really don't think they're still probably up and running full bore. I don't know. Well, maybe now they I, are, but. I don't know. God, you, have you been to Colonial Park Mall in Harrisburg at all? Yeah. Yeah. Is that the one that has that, the steps you, and everything? Or, yeah. Yeah. That, that place used to be the Mecca. You know what I mean? Like right. back in the day. Now it's like. Nobody in there. Oh my God. What? It's just, it's sad. It's really sad. I was in there over the summer. Yeah. It's Probably, just, I bet half the stores are closed. Yeah. Did you get a t-shirt airbrushed. What's that? Did you get a, uh, I think a t-shirt he, airbrushed. I think there's a store new in, that has like a, a boardwalk vibe of, uh, you know, t-shirts, uh, you know, we'll screen print them here, you know, iron on stuff. Hmm. But yeah. I remember going into the early malls, um, uh, you know, when you're when I was a kid, and they'd have those airbrush shops in there where you could get a, you know, get a custom uh, deal. Yeah, make me make me some Masami pants here. You could probably do that. They would probably do that for you. Wow. Yeah, we only saw that uh, stuff like going to the beach or something. Like, oh, they're airbrushing stuff. That's wild. Jeff Cuffs is saying that the uh, ski slope caught on fire. Now that's irony. Wow. What's up, Jeff? Yeah, how's that happen? Hmm. So it's done? I'm going to go wax my board and, you know, get a few runs in. <clears throat> so it's a board, not skis? Oh, I board. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be caught dead skiing. Wait, what? Me, dri- me driving a short course truck. Come on, man. <laughs> Not happening. Not happening. I'm getting behind on my uh, comments here. See, I only see the ones you put up unless I'm missing something. Yeah, so what you got to do <laughs> is... Uh... Let me plug this wire. So, Jason, I sent you a message. Uh, can you forward that link uh, to Tyler? Oh, great. We're, we're, we're good. Okay, and also, uh, Chris Bing also has the link to jump in the show. So we might have Chris Bing in here tonight if he can make it. So it feels like 96 all over again. Exactly. Because it has been 25 years, dude. 25 years. That's my roommate. Yeah, it's Kirby's old roommate. PS, God, what was that? PS1 days? Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of going back and forth. What was a game on PS1? All right, well, speaking of going back and forth to Jersey, like Kirby was saying, he would travel back and forth on the weekends. Um, The one weekend he stayed home. And I went home, and Kirby's like calling me, and he's like, "You got to get here now, GTA." He just got GTA, remember? The first, first Grand, Grand Theft Auto, Auto, the bird's eye view okay. Grand Theft Auto, the first one ever. So yeah. this okay. was night. It was ninety eight, probably ninety eight, ninety nine. Yeah. yeah, somewhere in there. It was like 
the first game I've ever played that had cursing in it. I'm like, what? <laughs> it was wild. <laughs> it was cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's telling me to get home or, you know, get back here quick. You got to play this. And I think I did leave early and I came home. I came back to Jersey on a Sunday. Remember we had a, uh, a, a, a there was a touring car racing game, like Euro touring cars. Mm-hmm. And yep. this controller I had was very much like uh, a transmitter. It was kind of a trigger underneath with a wheel. And it was, it, it felt, I mean, at that time, as close you're getting to like an RC simulator, it was really cool. So we spent hours on that. And wow. And probably NHL 98, we played a lot. Oh, I mean, yeah, we played that a ton. 96. <laughs> Charlie's saying Kirby Han was one of the first traveling racing legends I had heard of when I was a kid. They came into, they came into our town and raced at our local track and put a new lap on the track record, if I recall correctly. I can't recall. Kirby putting a new lap record at a track. Guess what year that would have been? 96. 96. Wisconsin. Triclone. That track was amazing. Oh my God. That whole, that whole facility was awesome. That was, that was something else. I think that was the far, I mean, obviously driving far West. We've ever traveled Mm -hmm. for a race. But that was epic. What a weekend that was. Oh, so you remember this? Yeah. I don't remember the, the, the track lap record. You know, I don't remember that, but I remember that race pretty, the A main. I remember that pretty good. And somewhere it's on a VHS, no clue where it'd be. A main wow. was on there. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. How about um, ten, ran a 10L? Ran a 10L SS. Did you really? Powered by East Coast Motors. Left tire salute, guys. We got, he's on. We got to do uh, left tire salute. Yeah, we can't figure out which way. I'm, I'm only like, which ways I go. Um, Yeah, I remember when Kirby came to Roadrunners Raceway in Bloomsbury, Pennsylvania. And I think it was before, because they were going to have the Nationals there. I think it was 95. 94, yeah, I remember that was a big five. We're like, there's no way this place can handle a Nationals. Because it I mean, it was awesome. Right, but you guys showed up like you guys showed up to a weekend race just to get Mm -hmm. familiar with the track. I think because I remember walking through the door and everybody's the buzz was Kirby hands here, and I'm like, what? What? Like you know? Yeah, he's here, man. He's here. The news cameras and uh, yeah, Rick Ricky Henchkins. Yes, Rick Henchkins. Wonder what he's up to. Jeez. I, I don't know. His dad might still have the uh, not far from me here in Cunningham. Um, party beverage. Yeah, party beverage. He used to have that. I so. think he sold it, man. Yeah, nine miles away. No, it's only maybe seven miles away from me. But where, um, what, where? What town is that? Cunningham. Cunningham. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Right off the exit. Yeah. I think he did sell that though. You correct his dad. He's like, I'm retiring early. Well, I think if I remember correctly, his I stopped in to see Rick Senior. Mm-hmm. And this was years ago, and he said we, uh, Ricky was in the service, but I don't know what branch, but I don't remember. But. Yeah, I remember probably the last time I talked to him was 
going to a pit bike race in Berwick. Oh, so wow. I'd get, off that, I'd get off that exit. Okay. I think I stopped in one time. I'm like, I go, got to go in and talk to Rick. So, wow. Yeah, that was that was like 2008. Jeez. <clears throat> we got Charlie Swenko with a, a recollection of his whole main event here. Right, I didn't realize um, Charlie said he was leading, getting taken out by uh, Bob Smith, which... Um, um, then Kirby came back and won. He thinks you're correct. Uh, I started ninth on the grid, so I just kind of squeaked in. Uh, wow. The way the, the way the start grid was, the loop was like right at the middle of the straightaway. So the start grid was on the other side of that literally 10 feet before before the first turn and this trioval was like a symmetric trioval it wasn't like an offset <laughs> second turn and from ninth place going into turn one i think i was probably top three like i got a whole shot which on cap tires was hard as shit but i was like oh my god i got a whole shot and even before i got out of the turn i got hit spun around came from the back came through the pack uh, I think avoided so, Bob Smith. Avoided, yep, avoided Bob Smith. Um, and second lap from the end, out of the second turn, I was under Chris Smith because he was slowing down, dumping. I was still. That was one thing I did very well back in the day. I could, uh, I could save the batteries. That's what, yeah, that's what made you a legend. But, but got under him. And I remember watching the video a hundred times. Chris Smith turned down once and then turned down again and took me out. <laughs> Car like flew into the turn. Richie Smith was, uh, Richie King was leading. I got back on and last, last lap right around turn two in the trial. I passed Richie came around to win it. Yeah. It was wow. pretty epic. Yeah. That's cool, it was, man. It was pretty sweet. Charlie there's there so much like drama going down at the end there it was like crazy <clears throat> um gary from parma was calling the race <clears throat> and i remember like even he was like kind of like what happened <laughs> gotta look kind of look at the results to see who won it right and yeah it was like i knew i won it i'm like holy shit i can't believe like you know yeah that was wild it's cool man jeez yeah. it's amazing you remember that like and that was that was on that. Yeah, that was on VHS. I remember Richie King's wife was, I think she might have actually recorded it. We got a copy of it. Wow. And Richie dumped, and I still had plenty to go. And yeah, it was pretty sweet. Hmm. Oh, look, I have uh, Tyler Hooks backstage. Hey, oh. I didn't realize that. Didn't little, it didn't play a little jingle here for me. Tyler. There he, it looks like Tyler's in his car, man. I am. Oh, there you go. He's he's, he's driving and uh, podcasting. Just oh, he's not driving. Okay, he's got two hands. Not driving. I'm hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I didn't realize you were backstage. It usually lets me know, but uh, I didn't see you there. I was, Sorry. I was just chilling in the green room. It's pretty nice back there. Ah, yeah, we got some uh, beverages back there for you. Got the amenities. Yeah, yeah it was good. Yeah, good. Well, you're welcome. We... Uh, <clears throat> yeah, the whole green room effect. <laughs> yeah. This is brought to you by J Concepts. 
So what's up, Tyler? How you doing? Uh, doing pretty good. Got some uh, running done at the track after regular work activities. Um, uh, all of, like my roommates and stuff, they came down to to Austin to run at Thornhill. And so I, I get to see my parents. They live down here and uh, oh, nice. they're all going to go back home and I'm going to spend the weekend with my with my parents and do the, the New Year's stuff and uh, race at Thornhill on Saturday. So getting some running in. Damn. Sounds like a good week. So you're doing eight scale right now? Yep. Yep. Yeah, we were we got some running done uh, yesterday and today. And then uh, I'll probably go back on Friday and uh, race on Saturday and go home. Trying to get ready for SIC in a couple weeks. Yeah, it's happening quick. We're going to come up on CRCRC event. That's uh, coming up soon. Then uh, the Big Dirt Oval, Chili Bowl, and then uh, SIC, right? Yeah, I'm bummed to not be able to go to the Chili Bowl this year. The one time I was able to go, I had a really good time. Um, Plus, it was just cool to go to the actual Chili Bowl. but yeah, I had a, I had an awesome time. Uh, got to learn a lot. I got to pit with the custom works guys and, and learn from everybody over there, which is neat. And, uh, yeah, so I'm bummed. I can't, can't really go back, but hopefully eventually those two events will end up on different weekends and then we can do both. But as of now, got to pick what, uh, what the companies would like. That was a solid ring. Yeah, who's getting a ring there? Was that? I'm trying to like. I'm gonna turn it off. Oh, okay. That was solid. The group chat is banging. Right <laughs> banging. We got. So what uh, have you guys been up to? I mean, we got Tyler. He does a lot of the live RC stuff. Um, a lot of posting. He's the. Are you the? Are you the silly season master? Of, uh, I guess I don't really know anything. Like <laughs> this whole weekend was really surprising. But you've been you've been the poster, right? You have a you have like a little story that you keep track of, right? Yeah, yeah. We try to kind of keep track of everything, let everybody know what's going on. Um, which right now it's not super updated because yesterday when I clocked in, by the end of, by the end of the day there were twenty one different articles and like eighteen of them were silly <laughs> stuff. So okay. Um, so yeah, I got I need to go back uh, tomorrow and update that article so it's got everything. But uh, but yeah, apparently in the toy car world, there's a a lot of moving pieces this year. And I guess it's it kind of came in a little under the radar, but then kind of exploded right at the end, right? Yeah, I really thought that like of the the two year swings that this year was like the the year where less of the stuff changes. I feel like most of the, or I guess when I say most of, when I think of like the big three guys, like Cavalry, uh, Tebow and, and Mayfield, their stuff for the most part, I think all takes place like next year. So I've kind of was like equating everybody to being on that two year cycle. But I think I was, I must be wrong because a lot of people are changing up stuff this year or there are, you know, some, a lot of these younger guys that have, you know, one year deals or like, no, like every year they, you know, redo everything so it doesn't really matter but um yeah there's a lot more going on than i was expecting you know right at the beginning of the chat here uh we had alex sturgeon i were i was i told i thought we could wait because i would because you're the silly season expert <laughs> we, the alex sturgeon right away he's like all right what's going on at tlr that's was his uh and uh 
you've been reporting on all this stuff, so um, yeah, what's going on at TL? What do you mean, what's going on? So they've had uh, just yesterday or the day before they had the the Fuller brothers announce that they're leaving, and then uh, Rennerneck announced that he's leaving as well. Um, I don't know. They they almost seem like coincidental to me. Like not, not nothing really serious is happening over there unless they're you know behind the scenes like there's somebody that's hard to deal with or something like that that we aren't like super aware of or whatever but um like the fuller brothers i i personally i just heard that they you know maybe were searching around trying to trying to find some money or or something like that and they found an offer that they feel is better um i do think it's kind of strange like because mason for the past couple years has been so good for tinscale or at, at tinscale I thought it was really strange, like this year, and then and a lot of last year, like they've totally abandoned running ten scale at all. Um, just been kind of like doing the eight scale stuff, which I thought it was strange. Like he's had obviously he's had some some good results. Like let's say fifty percent of the eight scale races that he goes to, he gets you know the results that he's looking for. Like he squeaks onto the podium in something or in multiple classes. Um, but in ten scale, like he was definitely a threat, and like all the races he was going to. So I thought that that was weird. And it looks like he might be kind of furthering that, like solidifying, like where he's going, it's going to be like primarily eight scale stuff. And for Tom, I don't know, maybe, maybe Tom was getting a little bit of money and they were saying, you know, next year you're not going to get a little bit of money. Like if if that was, if I was in that situation and like I was getting some money and then they're like, yeah, we're gonna have to back you off. I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to leave too. Like, I don't, Hmm. you know, whatever. Like I had good results, like I'm or good enough results. I thought like, I'm going to take off. Like he, you know, he got a podium at, at, uh, surf city and he's been, you know, pretty consistent and fast. And, you know, a lot of the TLR guys, him included had a really good 10 scale nationals, which was like cool to see for them. So, um, if I had to like make just a, like throw a dart at the wall guess for Tom, it would be that maybe they were like, yeah, we don't want to give you whatever deal you had, whether it was just, you know, a hundred percent or like he was getting money or whatever. And they just wanted to back him off from that. And, you know, he's got a, a job in the industry. He's working for R1. He's, he's doing the California thing. Like if they're not going to give you what they were going to give you, or maybe, maybe they are. And he just wanted to make a change. Like, sure, do it, go do something else and see if it works out. If it doesn't, then whatever, like, there's a bunch of good 10 scale cars so just pick one yeah i mean i think um you know to bring up bring Gotti and kirby up to speed basically mason fuller and his brother caden they've been running for tlr was it seven years something like that it's been quite a while a uh, young young kids i mean caden's really young uh but uh, I've, I've been watching mason and his brother race, you know, ever since they basically could just see over the rail of the driver's stand and, um, got to use a milk crate. Yeah. And, you know, I think in, in some respects, uh, Mason had a really good 2021. He had the, uh, I know Gotti and I talked about it once. Uh, we had the, he had the miraculous pass on Mayfield at the, the Southern Nats where the e-buggy came to the last turn and he had the perfect, uh, got the perfect inside line. They hit Mayfield went tumbling and he went across the finish line. And that was kind of, I mean, you don't want to say claim to fame, but that was the claim to fame. His, his moment. Yeah. That was his moment of the year. Uh, he got that win and, and, um, 
the e-buggy main there uh, and and then tom won the reedy race of the open class the open class in the reedy race uh, a couple of years ago was it the last time we ran the reedy race or was it the time before that i want to say it was the last one it was him and uh Aiden. they split okay. one yeah so yeah a couple tlr guys that i i think everybody was kind of thinking was going to be with them for quite a while so that was a little <laughs> bit of a surprise i didn't um I guess the Tom thing with Tom, I had a little bit of a feeling, I guess maybe he, um, it wasn't going to be an, an easy end of the year, uh, f- you know, to be back with TLR, but I thought for sure, um, Mason and them would be with TLR, but yeah, kind of interesting. So where did they end up? I don't know. Maybe the king of the, <laughs> the season. Season. drop it i don't know he, he he's um actually trying to think i thought i mean were the brothers signed or i don't know i don't know i've the rumors yeah. that i've heard and i haven't checked facebook in the last like four hours so who knows but oh man <laughs> yeah they may have posted it by now i have no idea but um the rumor that i had heard is that they will be at hb racing for next year uh, which like that's kind of what I was like hinting at it like if they you know wanted to run 10 scale stuff you know they can, obviously they can run four wheel but like they're kind of taking a step back at having a full program for that um, and then I don't know what Tom's going to do I don't know you know he said it, it, his post that he made he says he's going to be at CRCRC um, I don't know if he'll show up with the same stuff or something different I would assume if he changes something he'll just run like associated stuff or something like that which I mean, that's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, the, the one thing that I thought was going to be kind of funny is that like you had all these, you know, 100% guys or whatever, or 100% level guys leave associated. And then you had this announcement super late that they're leaving Losi too. So it was almost like, what if they just all just flip just one from <laughs> one to the other, like just even it back out. Um, right. I know that's not going to happen, but it was just like, why don't you guys just do that? You all just like you guys drop two, you guys drop two, just flip them around and we fine. Yeah, it makes sense. Well, we need to have the trades if we could do the. Oh, trades, that'd be like awesome. Sports, you know, it's like you know, a package deal. The, the, so on the scroll at the bottom, Jason gets Jason gets ticker. traded. Yeah, on the ticker in a four way trade. Jason gets traded. This associated puts Jason on a trading block. <laughs> <laughs> Back to TLR you go. I'm like, 28 years, this is what I get. You know, I'll, I'll have to Jason, do one of those. Like, no, you got to run the double X. I'm sorry. 2022, 2022 would be them trading him out for Dunbar. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it yeah. full circle. There you go. Nice. It's like, you know, now that you're on the TLR team, uh, that means you're also on Horizon. So we're going to put you on our monster truck team. Jason's like, uh, yes, <laughs> finally. My prayers have been answered. <laughs> so, all right, as an out, kind of an outsider, why why are all these deals like? It seems like because I kind kind of pay attention. I see the updates on Facebook and whatnot. Why are all these deals happening like mid December? It seems odd to me that it wouldn't be like first of the year or first of the month. Like for motocross, it seems like October first is. That's when everybody's like, okay, I can announce that I'm with so-and-so, but I don't know. These deals, it just seems like they're just random dates or I don't know. As a, as an outsider, 
that's one thing I've observed. I like personally, I think it's like, unfortunately it's going to sound like the legitimacy of the hobby or sport, like mm-hmm. motocross, for example, which I follow too. It's like, we, a lot of people know uh-huh. what's happening, but they know what's happening. Like, let's say before October 1st. Sure. So it's like we're all talking about it, whatever. And then right. the guy posts it on October 1st or whatever. Yeah. It's like, we knew this for three months, but here's official. Yeah. Right. So it's like this, this kind of thing. It's like these guys, they get really excited. Like they find out, let's say November 15th and they're like, Oh, I'm just going to post about it. Like um, the contract yep. technically says that like I'm done. So right, I'm right. do it. whether that's, you know, the right thing to do or not, which I would agree. I think, you know, like whatever the date is, whether it's December 30th or December 15th, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Like mm-hmm. it would make more sense if it came out like that. But like, for me, like at live RC, like if they're going to post it, then I'm going to post it. Like Adam, mm-hmm. I'm not going to wait because I, I think that that's the right thing to do. Right. I'm just gonna do it. But, but I agree. I think that, you know, I don't know. It'll never happen. We should have a signing day. Yeah. That, yeah. Oh, that'd that'd be sweet. God, he started. Let's go. <laughs> National signing. We should. Day. It'd be exciting. <laughs> I see Tom yeah. just checked in too. So the, one of the yeah. guys in the conversation, He's, what he uh, doesn't know is he, his ears has, were ringing. What, what he doesn't know is he has been traded for me and, uh, I am going to TLR and, uh, he's going to associate. So. Right. Hold up. I got to put this on my face. <laughs> I'm going to tag Brent in this. He the, the, the screen at the, about the bottom of the screen. <laughs> traded done brent's like that's all right i can beat him in 40 plus buggy anyway yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can let him go over there we have that covered already we're getting in a a much younger um hungrier yeah, racer exactly yeah you traded out 25 plus years no yeah, you, yeah. you aged yourself out jason i know that's excellent <laughs> you know then there you go jason yes Tom's saying, uh, yes, Jason, Monster Truck TLR team. <laughs> you know, then I put the hat on, right? And then, like, five minutes later, new update, Jason gets traded to Techno or something. <laughs> um, and I'm the stunt guy. I got to put the other hat on. I got to do Axial. Stuff. There goes that Monster yeah. Truck team. <laughs> That'd be excellent. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, that was... Um, so then we, we moved down a couple to Brandon Powell here. And he he's saying, what driver is the biggest surprise for in, that's making a move in 22, I guess? Uh, assuming the question, like, is for me first. Um, I don't know. I was, I was surprised by Tom and Mason. Like, maybe that's recency bias or whatever, but... Um, I don't know. None of the other ones like really, I would say surprised me a whole lot. I mean, maybe the, the whole, maybe Marco Ruffalo, like changing everything, <laughs> like not just one thing, but like all of it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, other than that, I think for most of the guys, it was like one of those things where maybe, you know, the, whatever the, the path is for them at whatever company it was, it was kind of like a good time to move on. Everybody's most of the people's things that I've seen right now make sense where it's like, okay, you know, you're going there, like that'll work for you or whatever. So, um, there's still a couple that I'm, you know, kind of curious about. It seems like from what I'm hearing, it seems like 
we're still going to see a Ryan Lutz around at the races next year, but it may not be with, you know, the company that he was at previously. Okay. Um, I don't know where he's going to end up, but I'm like, I'm happy to hear that it, it sounds like he is going to like be doing something and he's going to be racing full time. So I think that's neat. Um, I don't know what that looks like or who that's with, but um, he's like one of those guys where it's like, I would love to see, and he can't do it. Like he's a, he's a family man. Like he's got a family to take care of and a lot of kids and a lot of stuff to kind of like take care of, but it would be so cool to see him take like kind of a low salary deal with like a really established company with the ability to make high bonuses on contingency or whatever. And then, you know, end up with like good engines, good, you know, tires, good everything. And just put a year together where it's like, what can you do if everything works really good all the time? Like, I would love to see that because he's just one of those guys where it's like, I want to see all the puzzle pieces fit. And then, what happens like that i think it'd be cool and i think that you know obviously like i said i don't think it'll actually happen because um you know to do that's a big risk and to you know to get somebody to to convince a brand to do that is a lot of a lot of trial and error too but i think it would be really neat like in a perfect world to just see that happen but i mean but he is definitely still going to be racing right i mean that's the word and he's kind of going about it a little bit different way or something yeah i don't i don't know what his i he's one where i don't know what the plan is like i've tried to ask him i've tried to you know find out other ways i don't know what it is um but yeah he's gonna he's told me he's gonna be you know at the races next year at all at all the big ones which even this year like he didn't go to some of them um but he'll be back at all of them next year in a you know full racing capacity which is which is cool full capacity full all the capacity you know and that's you know kind of on the car side of things uh i didn't really think about the whole buffalo changing everything that that is a tough uh you know uh, back in the old days when i did that uh for two years i changed everything and it was like I didn't, you know, when I, once I started, I was like, eh, I should have, it would have been nice to only had like maybe one change. You know, when I changed everything, I was like, eh, you know, I didn't really, uh, I think I've talked about it before, but the electronics is what really surprised me the most. I thought, I thought I'd be able to just kind of ease into whatever electronics that you start running and it was no big deal, but I, I missed I missed my other electronics, I think, more than I thought I would. I mean, I, I changed from an old M17 to a new M17 yesterday. Like, shout out to my dad for <laughs> me up a new one. That was nice of him. But, like, even that was just weird. Like, I had to go and, like, turn the spring tension in my in the steering all the way down because my radio was three years old. It was, like, completely blown Shot. out. I wanted to feel like that, like. So I can't imagine, you know, changing a car, changing engines, changing tires, changing electronics, like all in one. Like that sounds, it sounds like a disaster to me, but I mean, he got a second in his first race. I think that's awesome. Uh, I'm a little, you know, partial as like a, a fellow techno driver. Like, I think it'll be cool to see what he can do, but it just sounds like so much work. Yeah. I know Mayfield did it um, several years back. Uh, I think when he went to TLR, uh first i think he changed pretty much everything 
And maybe even when he started running Mugen and Yokomo, he changed most. Obviously, besides the tire part of it, he changed, you know, cars and electronics and all that stuff. And did we um, bring up the 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 change over to Yokomo in the half a month he ran for Hobby Wing or whatever it was, and then back to Orion? Or we just know what that? We'll just move on. Uh, yeah, when was that? That was when he started with Yokomo, maybe. I think so. I think so. Yeah, ran like a month with Hobby Wing, um, and then eventually was back with Hobby Wing a couple years later. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it all came full circle eventually. Yeah, and and what's what's funny is there's certain people that I think they actually thrive in the in these changes. They actually like the idea that. Um, they're making a change and they kind of have to reprove. Is that even the word? Reprove themselves. It is now. Uh, we just made it up. <laughs> it's hyphenated. Uh, reprove. Re, reprove. I like that. Uh, and there's some people that really like that and kind of get up for that, uh, that opportunity. And Mayfield to me has always been one of those guys that really responds well to the new equipment change the scenery yeah he really likes that (laughs) and does well with it um i hated it like for me i was like oh man all new stuff i don't really like this jason's like like, new servo tape i'm like oh i can't get used (laughs) to this the guy who's been running associated for 28 years hates change (laughs) correct yeah so um yeah, it was funny. I remember when Ryan first started running TLR. When he first sent me a, a fo- he he sent me a selfie with his TLR shirt on. I was just like, "Oh man, look at this!" <laughs> the um, worst part about that was the the dry fit shirts. Those things are terrible. Poor guy. <laughs> he, I thought he liked them. If I remember, I th- I think he liked them at the time. But uh, it's like totally too much information. But like you just nip constantly in those shirts like there's nothing you can do about it it's a disaster it's terrible <laughs> it's it's something you have to uh work around band-aids yeah, like, Band-Aids. yeah it, you have to you have to put like a piece tape on. Them, like, tape them down. <laughs> yeah that's a good idea that's a wait that's wait, a wait so what shirts are these now the dry the, fit ones. yeah the dry fit tlr ones that they had for a while okay they would give them out to all the team drivers they were they, they were really nice but they were like super thin and tight fitting like, <laughs> made your nips hard we were, yeah we were like too big as a hobby to like be rocking the dry fit like we just can't do this guys <laughs> we were just talking about shirts uh, pre-show jason we were that's your favorite jc shirt you said you yeah got this is there. the best one you guys ever made the, the materials just i don't know what what the deal was with it but it's really nice you said Kirby broke down the uh, the the Gildan. He uh, did in our chat one time. Kirby, you broke down the Gildan. Gildan Gildan's the shit. Yep. <laughs> right, but they have different uh, different fab fabric. Two different. Yeah. Yes. And whatever this was, this one J-, J Concepts got right. This one. We'll have to go back to the other the, ones. Uh, Jason are just too picky um and too staticky the dry fit ones get too much static yeah when you pull those things out of the dryer it's just like it it could shock you you. but yeah it's like i've tried everything dryer sheet static guard um you know i put it on and spray myself with static guard and it's still you know i'll leave the house and next thing you know it's got that static feeling all over you and it's horrible i can't wear that shirt same thing it's the same thing with those clr shirts it's all bad you just can't do it no no. No upsides. 
But this is also um, why when I like make an order at for J Concepts and I'm like, hey, Allison, can you send me an XL shirt? I never get a shirt. That's why. Oh, oh, okay. So you don't get a shirt either. No. Great. Yeah, I got, I, one. I got the one I'm wearing, and I like. I want to get some more, like so that. Yeah, I have, like, d- that. Tyler, it's like pulling teeth, dude. I've been trying to get shirts, hats. It's just like I'll get them eventually, but it may take a year or two. But as he wears a 2021 hat. All right. Yeah, I got the hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was shocked when that showed up. His. It's oh, like Kirby already was, moved on. I was gonna wear it, but. Missions playing in two days. I had to rock it. All right. Okay. Well, that's fine. But yeah, it's like pulling teeth. It's like you're opening up Jason's wallet. Like, he, you know, he doesn't want to. <laughs> oh, that's how Jason views it. Come on. Man. Yeah, I know. Anytime I ask for Lost something, it's like, oh. all right. Well, I don't, I don't, we don't have that. We don't have it. He just tells me. Allison. It's the same at Live RC, though. Like, I've, I've been trying to get like new shirts so that when I'm doing interviews with people, I don't look like a hobo. <laughs> and it just never happened so i just had my own made like i called mike garrison up i was like you have logos right and he was like yeah we're good so i just got four of them made just from him <laughs> yeah, just took it in your own hands oh yeah yep uh so so we went over the biggest uh, surprises for tyler i guess um mm-hmm. in 2022 uh rc jersey well, I heard you guys talking about uh, Joel Johnson. Like he's a free agent now. We, you could sign him to J Concepts. That would be interesting. Ooh. Oh, Jason, you got to do it. Would that be? You have Ooh. to do that, Jason. Just for the press release, then it's just like, oh, we're not doing any races. <laughs> yeah, who cares? <laughs> that's yeah. That's we. Well, you know what you would do is you'd have to set him up with Dieter at like one race, and you just go all out. Like you get the the old, the original Magic paint job, like all the oh, other. Man. You know, and you have stars there and everything. That's all you need. That'd be so epic. Epic. Uh, Oh, yeah. Epic. Ernie Prevetti Incorporated. Um, I was going to say to you, you have to do that, Jason. For me, at least. Sign Magic Man. (laughs) And then we can get apparel. Then we can get shirts. And and hopefully I can get a shirt. Gotta get a bill in January. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I got this. For you. He's like, you know, I think we should really have magic T-shirts. Oh man, that'd be so awesome. Okay, you just bring back the the shirt with the three lines with the colors and just do magic green colors. Yeah, three yeah, lines yeah. and three dragon or no, uh, is it a dragon? Purple. No, what's the? Oh, the Godzilla. The Godzilla. <laughs> Kirby. Kirby doesn't like the that. Godzilla. <laughs> that was tough, man. I never got it. The best shirt ever, though, was the Magic Motorsports shirt. Magic Motorsports. Yeah. <clears throat> was that just, for the, the pinions or the spurs? And, and then it said yes. Joel Magic Johnson on the bottom. I thought I was the shit going to school with that on. Going to, Even though nobody uh, knew. Going to middle school. <laughs> nobody had any idea what RC nobody was. They're like, what the hell does he do? Like, what, what is he doing? When I was school. Like, I don't want to get filleted, but you guys have to understand that, like, I'm, obviously I'm from a little bit different generation. Mm-hmm. So I got to start working. Yeah. <laughs> I got to start working with Joel um, at AKA. And, like, I always loved talking to him. I was like, man, like, this dude's cool. Like, I'm, I'm learning a lot. Like, and I knew, obviously, that he had won, you know, a couple of national titles and, like, a, a world championship. But, like, I never sat there and like really thought about it and then just one day it just clicked like i was like 
every Magic Man thing I'd ever seen on eBay, like every Trinity product I'd ever seen. And then I like Googled it and it was like four world championships or something ridiculous like that. And then like 40 national titles. And I was like, this is wow. signs my paycheck. <laughs> but he was really good at toy cars, like really good. Not even like kind of good. Like I, I'm kind of good. Like, he, he was, was magic. Really good. He was a God. Yeah. Like it's, I think Ernie, Ernie even said if Joel doesn't win that race, where was it? Japan or whatever. When Joel was like 12. There's, yeah. There's no Trinity. Yeah. It's just wild. Like I, I just it is. One day it just clicked, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like this dude was the man, not yeah. a man, like the man. I'm in, I'm in the presence of greatness. Yeah, and he's signing my checks. Yep, it was neat. Yeah. Now he's skiing. Cool. Skiing. Yep. What, wait, what's he doing? Skiing. Skiing. <laughs> yeah, he and his uh, his girlfriend are are I think building a house somewhere where it snows and. They're, <laughs> Wow. Okay. Retirement. Retirement life. I know he got prescription Oakleys. I guarantee it. <laughs> well, in those Actually, old this, days, he did. He, he probably got LASIK at this point. Yeah. At the, yeah. That those ones that taper back. What what are they called? The they, those were like mumbos. Might have been mumbos back in the day. Okay. But yeah, the pers- he had showed up to a nationals I was at with blue iridium prescription Oakley sunglasses. I'm like, what the heck? That's like a million dollars. Well, he just had that deal. He had a so cool. Oakley deal. Yeah. It was, a, it was amazing. He was awesome. Still is. That's a dude we need to get yeah, back I mean, on. I mean, he ran, uh, you know, he ran that eight scale on road nationals at his track there in yeah. California last year, and he was a badass. He, he was like in the running for TQ, I think. Did he qualify yep. second or third, something like that? I want to say fourth, but I think he TQ'd around. Wow. Yeah, yeah he did really well. Um, I think there was a chance that he could have been in it, podium or, you know, be in the in the top. And um, uh, maybe he broke in the main or I don't know what happened. But Yeah, I think he blew a motor up or something. Okay. These but yeah, young I mean, guys that have no idea, like, who's this 50-year-old guy TQing <laughs> yeah. around? What the you know, it's Crazy. probably the perfect eight scale on roads, probably the perfect class uh, for the older guys, because it's 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 definitely about what, you know, and, and having um, racecraft. Yeah. And also that particular form of racing has a lot of older guys in it. It's uh, I don't I don't remember who won. I think it was a younger kid that won. The young like probably the youngest one. And but Tossolini, I think, got second. Oh yeah. Um here's a throw And uh and I, I just saw Chris Tossolini at the he was at that beach line uh carpet race that we did at Coco. He was just down there hanging out and uh, I mean I've known him forever and uh, we talked about that race a little bit and he's like, Yeah, I thought I could go out there and you know, run pretty pretty well and um, ended up getting second, whatever it was. And he's always been a really good driver. Um, Tossolini just did that Miami GP, I think. Um, okay. That one looked wild, though. Like, I, I just looked at the results, and it obviously 45-minute mains for both the big Nitro classes, and it was like the spread of laps was, Crazy. I mean, kind of like, it kind of seems like it's like that at, at a lot of the big um nitro on-road races lately where it's like maybe the winner and second place are separated by a lap and then like third or fourth is down like 10 laps you're just like how did we get here 
but I, mean, I don't know. Not, that, that, that type of stuff seems like it's really hard on those cars. So guys have it. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. And I think there's probably, uh, there's the, uh, the haves and the have nots more so in that type of racing than there is in any of the others in terms of having, uh, the, the car and the engine, uh, together in, in on-road eight scale, I think is, it, you got to have your stuff together to run, uh, you know, that fast. Cause it's like, there's not like fuel, like fuel mileage going on in that class. Like, it's like, if you're getting good fuel mileage, like you're basically off the pace. Like right. you have, you have to be pitting all the time. If you're like a badass, you know, like every four and a half minutes or whatever it is, like they have a hard time doing five or I forget what it is, but, <clears throat> but yeah, the, the badasses are like pitting all the time. It was like, I, I got to announce the worlds in Miami for, um, 10 scale sedan. And it was like, this is gonna, it sounds terrible, but it was like the most clued out, like, like the, the world's, just just the worlds i don't know how it is you know for big metro honor races but it was like the most clued out form of rc racing ever like it was so strange it was it was in miami which was rad and like the the track itself was really cool but like dudes are showing up in like porsches and uh, ferraris and stuff and like <laughs> there, like there was just money everywhere and like you know these dudes have like seven engines and like three cars with them and like everybody's like showing up like this and i was like yeah that's what i'm talking about rc doesn't exist like this for everybody else like where are these people coming from like it's so strange that's what i'm talking about is there's a big there's the haves and the have nots is in that is more so than any of the other racing and it's like it's like you got to come in big baller like there's just no like you know if you're going to be competitive you're not coming in with like a car and no pit guy and <laughs> yeah, and one set of time, you know, it. like that's not going to work. <laughs> like you got to have, you know, a case of engines. I remember, uh, as a Kalari, I guess he used to go to, to races, um, you know, and just, you know, he had cases of engines and he would run them and, um, you know, he's the guy that's won nine worlds, I think. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it was Masami's 13 or 14? I think Masami's got... Is it 14? I think it's 14. No Jason, clue. You should, you should know this, Yeah, Jason. come on, Jason. He's your buddy. I messed up between... He's things, your you know? buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I'm just... You looking it up? I'm just one of his crew. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mid-teens. Let, I, me I shoot, think, let me shoot a message. Hold up. Yeah. yeah. Which Facebook account? I know. I There's like track. 10 of them. He's got a, he's, <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what he's doing on Facebook. Like he's got, he's got all kinds of stuff going on and it's, um, and it's just like a, it seems like kind of a mess. Like it's hard to, <laughs> you know, kind of figure out what exactly he's doing and you know, it's probably cool, but Instagram's um, cool. Is it? I don't have him on Instagram. Maybe that's I, my problem. I just stumbled upon it. Like you'll have to check it out. Like he's he's taken all a lot of his either nationals or worlds cars 
he's taking a bunch of pictures of them and like highlighting Ooh. the stuff that was special about like each one. It's pretty cool. It's going now. Kirby and I are going now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that in. stuff. They're diving in. I love that. It stuff. was neat. like he he had a tool drive buggy where it had to have been a Yokomo and like the the rear of the chassis where you know the rear arms and everything attached. They just he cut everything out. Like all the only part of the rear chassis was there was just to put screws on to attach the rear end. Like that was it. There was nothing else. I'm like, how did this thing even stay together? <laughs> the, um, the, the cars they dug out and they shipped back. One was cliffs cliffs, 1991 Yokomo that he won the worlds with in Detroit. They shipped that back to cliff, I guess. Um, and then they shipped Mark's Yokomo back to him. Uh, from when he won the Worlds in 95, I noticed. And there was a 12 scale, I think, to Mark Reinhardt. Uh, they shipped back to him. Um, strange, though, because I think Mark Pavitas has a Yokomo at his house. Um, that's looks like his Worlds car. I told him that. I'm like, so if you have two now, you got to give me one at least. <laughs> Uh, no. But uh, Cliff's, that's that, to me, that would be a really cool one to have. I remember Cliff's Yokomo because when I was at Associated um, working there in the summer, they had a wrench room that we would wrench in, Mark and I, and there was a room next door that they would keep all the stealth cars and all kinds of crap that they did, weren't using. And Cliff's, and Cliff's like uh, world's, Yokomo was just sitting in there, like, you know, just a bunk, you know, with the rest of the junk, basically, like stuff that had been ran and throw on the shelf. And I'm like, is this your world's car? Like, yeah. And it's like, well, I mean, shouldn't this be like somewhere else, not in here? So anyway, at some point or another, it got it got shipped from there back to Yokomo in Japan. And now it looks like they're shipping it back to him, which is actually kind of nice. Jason stumbled onto Area 52. We were in there. That's where um, <laughs> that's where we had a bunch of Josh Cyril was there one year and uh, we had our epic tire fights in the back warehouse. Mark Pavitas with uh, he had so many reedy motors on his pit area that every Every couple of weeks, he would just, whoosh, just straight. He had to clear out the off the bench because every club race, Reedy was giving us a new motor. So it was like, "Hey, you guys going to race tonight? Yeah, new motor." We're like, "Okay." So we, so that at the end of the you know several weeks, you just have <clears throat> motors everywhere because Reedy's like every every club race, he's like, you "Want a new motor? Sure." New motor, new paperweights. Yeah, Paul brings up the case of the 897 bearings. That was a a part number that Associated has, number 897, where the RC500 RC 500 bearings that uh, Kirby probably used those in the in his uh, 10L. I think they would go on the rear axle. Rear axle. The rear axle bearing. So, you know, that was the, um, that was the, the bearing to have and... <laughs> if you're running on road, you'd wanted new ones all the time. And I remember we'd go to like the worlds or something. And Mark's like, we're going to the worlds, right? Do we need bearings? 
like, yeah, we need bearings. He'd take like a whole sleeve of them. Like, you know, and it was like two in a package back then were like 20, $25, like two in a package were like 20, wow. $25. And it's like, he would go with, we'd go to the world with like a whole sleeve of these things. Of 897s. Yeah. 897. Right. Okay. I don't even know if that's still a current part number. Probably isn't. It's probably <laughs> the same one that we use in the steering on our new, um, the Velcranks. Yeah. Right. I think that's the same bearing. Wait, what were you using this for back then? Cause that's a small bearing. Well, um, the 897 bearing was a flanged, uh, rear axle bearing. So the, the pan cars had a solid graphite axle, uh, across the back pod, pod. Right. and you would have a flange bearing on each side. And, okay. and since it was one bearing on each side and they were kind of a, you know, they were kind of a thin bearing that was flanged. It was, yeah, it was kind of a large OD, but a large ID also. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they like, didn't last. Yeah. Yeah. They, they felt great when they're brand new. You put mm-hmm. them in and like, man, these things are amazing. You run a little bit and all of a sudden they're like, why are they crunchy? <laughs> yeah. So like all of a sudden, you know, Mark would show up with his, um, yeah. So Paul's saying they had them in the hub too. So there, I guess there would have been two on that two side. Two in the hub. Um, so, four all together. Yeah. So 897 bearings. That was the, that was the, uh, the baller treatment. Only teams, the team guys. Can you get can that. buy them. They were just, oh. they were just, 20, salty. They, were, they were just $25 <laughs> fair or whatever they were. Yeah. You probably couldn't find them either. Well, I'm sure they had tons of them for the team that's the one other thing that i've realized like is that i am very lucky in the era of rc that i resided because you guys did so much work just to just to exist just to have your car go around the track it's like i don't want to do all that that's a disaster dude traveling (laughs) think of air air travel in those days was like insane crazy we'd have two action packers because we'd, we'd fly with, you know, it'd be three of us. So everybody had two check-in, two bag, well, closed bags and an action packer. So that was probably a good 25 batteries and who knows how many motors and all that. So much shit. Jesus. Is there going to be a lathe when we get there? Do we need to bring our own? Got, you got to take your own. Yeah. yeah. Take yeah, your own tire, tire lathe, motor lathe. Yep, take it all. And especially with Kirby when he was running, they'd have all the big chargers. You probably had all the turbo, two, two 30s, turbo thirties. Yeah, uh, a power supply. You know, ugh. yeah, my Jesus. Heart. And the big power supplies too, <laughs> the heavy ones. Yeah, yeah, monsters. Huge. Yeah, those big. I wouldn't ones. Just play it. <laughs> so it's not, that's all there was. It was like this is normal. Up above. Yeah, like I'm sure it seemed fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then like when I kind of got back, well, not back into it, but I'm like, I remember I was, you know, caught up with Rob Cutman at a race. Like, yeah, I don't even take this motor out of my car anymore. I'm like, what? Yeah. Or yeah. battery. What? <clears throat> yeah. That's what I say. Crazy. I mean, the only reason you change your motor now is because you're going to put a to new tr- one in. Right. That's it. That's mind-blowing paul wins saying rivergate power supply <laughs> rivergate even, they were joel, the shit. even joel was like yeah we didn't really make setup changes because we didn't have time 
had to like try to yeah. calm and try to make sure the battery there was, worked and all that. Like, there was yeah. so many other areas. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't there also the pyramid power supply? Pier- yeah. They were like even bigger and heavier. The river gates were cool with the That's big probably, fins. Yeah. yeah. They were... I mean, at that time, they were the lightest, so... Paul's dad probably had the pyramid at the house, like the big monster. The big monster, yeah. Yeah. You could hook up the house to that thing. (laughs) (laughs) We got the Charlie Swanka correcting us on the type of Oakleys. He was... Charlie's wrong. The the razors, he thinks they were the razors. No, Charlie's wrong. They were like two separate (laughs) lenses. Well, well, we already... Like this. The razors, yeah. (laughs) They were like... The insides were flat, but it was a round lens, and they were like, like two separate lenses. Right. Like, I don't Joel, even know which ones those were. Joel okay. talked about them when we had him on the pod. He Remember, it was like 2012, but he just wrecked them when when, when we uh, interviewed him. He uh, said he just scratched them. He put them, something happened, but he had them up until 2012. Wow. Yeah, so we lost Tyler. I don't know where Tyler went, but we did lose Kirby for a moment also. But I, uh, I don't know. It's probably because this is the first time I opened this laptop in three months. Yeah, so Tyler's so uh, I, phone battery might have went dead. <laughs> he was in his car on the phone. So I have a bunch of Windows that uh, says I need updates, so eh. that could be dangerous. We'll no, save well. that for later. Yeah. All right, well, Priorities. if Tyler drops Priorities. back in, we'll add him. I do have a pair of Oakley razor blades. So, Charlie, you are wrong on that. See, he was saying we're wrong on all this stuff, but that's what, he's wrong. That's what Cliff let was right. – that's what Cliff let always ran him. Right. And actually, I'll find a photo. And Cliff couldn't rock him as good as Joel could. Though. And I did the side-by-sides. Who wore it better? And it was a picture of me and Cliff. Mm. Okay. Oh. There's a, okay. There, there's, there was always there some he's back in. Yep, Tyler's back. Uh, now he's in orchard my, mode. My computer died. Got a call? Oh. oh, I thought you were on your phone. Oh, there we go. Oh, okay. Got his laptop in the car. Oh, yeah. Need a power supply. Yeah, see that? You need a power supply. Get that Rivergate power yeah, supply. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was, like, panicking. I was trying to see if I had a an actual plug-in for my computer in here, and there's not one. So, <laughs> phone it is. We have your audio a little muffled compared to before. I don't know what that might be, but. Probably just a different mic, maybe. No. I'm going to have to go this way, but I can get there we go. my head. That's, that's good. That's way better. There you go. Yeah, we'll just do that. It's getting real close now. Coming in, Gotti. So we got Kyle Predmore uh, that is mentioning here. He, Charlie wanted to know if there was any talk of signing uh me again to JC 2022. I think, I think he's just asking about, he just kind of wants us to talk about him being signed. Kyle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Are you going to sign Kyle? No, you're off the team. We, Next. That didn't hit the major websites. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Cause I was going to bring up, I got an email from Allison the day that said that Jason might be on the chopping block for next year. Oh, I didn't know if that's what we were I kind of predicted know, but, that to be honest with you. We had some influence. <laughs> <laughs> on the chopping I block, Jason. I, I was figuring with the shirt debacle, she might be ready to set us all on fire. So, you know. mm. Sorry, I'm trying to follow the chat, too, at the same time. But Oh, Kyle's saying he already signed. Well, we'll have to talk to Allison about that. Uh, okay. All right. Well, And he's getting all the shirts. Dang. That's where the shirts went. No, I, I'm asking for an XL, not a double XL. 
He said VP oh. Pro was all over him. All right. So. <laughs> He's trying to get a deal done. Are they still around? Oh, yeah. yeah. Are they really? I didn't see any signings lately. Sorry. <laughs> Dude, they, they're always around. They're never... They're never going away. They're never going away. Got some really similar looking tires over there. I can't quite put my foot on where they came from. <laughs> so they're still copying. Oh yeah. Wow. They uh, they, they kind of did. They pretty much copied our Truggy body the other day. That's our epic. They're trolling you, man. I love it. <laughs> well, they had the old one already, so they needed to step it up. Yeah, they got to. They got to go to the new one. Ah. Uh, oh my God! Remember? Oh, geez, when those bodies dropped. Oh, the truggy body? Oh. Yeah. It's a nice I body. I showed up to the Nats. I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess they are different. I was completely oblivious. And then I saw all the chatter. I'm like, oh, shit. This really, I mean, that was a shit store. Yeah. Charlie Charlie loved the new truggy bodies. I'm pretty sure he was one of the guys that was really behind those all the way. I think uh, they look 100 times better. Just my opinion. 100. Uh, Charlie Swank is saying my favorite part of the holiday season is sponsorship announcements on social media. Oh, me too. I love it. We're well into that now. Yeah. Are we past the peak now? Are we kind of on the down? Are we on the, uh, the backside or. I don't know. Cause a lot of those yesterday were I'm leaving such and such thing. So that but not a, so now we, we, now we have an arriving one. Right. Yeah. 2022 is coming next. on board. Yeah, it's weekend. A couple yeah. days away. New year, new me. Hashtag flying at the test track. Like you know, we still got all that. Uh, let's see. Road to something. Yeah. Everybody likes to having a road to something. It was road to road redemption, to Reedy, but we don't have that anymore, right? Yeah, well, it was the road to Reedy. I was on that road. It got derailed quite a bit. Hmm. You know, the, you know the one like I like is, and I, I try not to ever use this is the um when when a race is over um well so and so races in the books like the the books to me that's the one that gets me every time when something is in such the books, a big book now that book it's like <laughs> yeah. that, have you ever seen that guy uh, that meme online of the book the about understanding women that's it that's it yeah yeah it's the guy in the library and the book is like so tall that's the book that all the results are going into right <clears throat> that's good the dust has settled that's a good one paul just brought up well <clears throat> the dust is settled or throwback thursday here's another one From learned, three days I, prior i learned a lot <laughs> Everybody uh, likes I well, learned a lot. It's always a learning Because if experience. you're not doing good, because if you're, you're, you're going to be learning, you're going to be learning a lot. <laughs> so I, I learned win. a lot this past Better year. be learning. <laughs> <laughs> so much. I go to all these races. I don't learn anything. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just, it's just like, like, I didn't uh, do good. I didn't learn anything. <laughs> didn't have any fun. <laughs> That's how I was. I didn't learn year. a damn thing. It sucked no matter what. Good trip, talk great to, people. I, I talked to Jason about this. I, I have one experience working for J Concepts now and then going to a race where Jason actually raced. Just one. And it is the funniest thing to watch. Because Was he a diva? No. No, he's like, he's the total opposite. It doesn't show up with a pit mat. 
doesn't like has his his tool bag but no parts in his car and that's it and so like not gonna make any setup changes because who cares uh <laughs> not really gonna practice that much because who cares what difference is gonna make right yeah right. yeah who cares like the car barely drives practice. so we're good i mean i mean the car looked good but yeah. i was informed that it was worked on three months ago by lee setzer so like nothing has happened before the race so you know we're putting it out there pretty early that like not a lot has gone into the prep for this event and you know he he drives good but then like now that he's you know first round goes good in both classes like gets up close to a top 10 in mod and then tq's 40 plus and then like the racer shows up not in the pits but just on the driver's stand like i I can watch him visibly on the driver's stand, and it's like 1997 Jason Rona is showing up for five minutes. Come on, you have to like, mention 96. That, we all 96. Well, that, 96. that didn't go so good. 97 is better, but 96 <laughs> is, is more of a frame of, frame <laughs> of stop, reference here. Okay. Just stop the double X4. And it's but, like, <clears throat> but like you can see, you can see like the real racer show up. Like he's there. But right. then no matter if the run went good or bad, like you can see he's angry when he's on the track, like if something goes wrong. But as soon as he comes off the driver's stand, it's back to like, well, didn't work on the car for three months, so who cares? Like it's fine. Why start now? It's the craziest <laughs> it's the craziest dichotomy of like there is a racer in there, but he's only gonna show up when he's on the track and that's it. Dichotomy. <laughs> Jason's he's marking that down, that Google. word. <laughs> Google. Google. How do you spell? Yeah, I wouldn't even know how to spell that. You ever you ever Google a word trying to spell it and you're not even close and it won't even pull it up? Right. That's oh, yeah. really frustrating. Absolutely. You're just like, I got to be getting close. And it's just, it's still not showing it. You're, you're trying to text it and you hit the, like it's, it's showing up red. You hit it and like your option isn't even there. It yeah. Changes, oh, it, changes it to ducking. Speech to text. Oh, it's all bad. <laughs> Charlie says if, if uh, these racers would have learned something, they would have moved on, question mark. <laughs> I don't Oh, man. Yeah, I wish I actually could learn something and then go faster. Like, I learn a lot. I just don't apply it very well. Charlie Swanka says the best innovation of the century, the truck boat body. <laughs> truck boats. You got that meme. Mm-hmm. That's oh, yeah. the tugboat. The art, the the wrestler. I can honestly say that that wasn't that first day when, like, the official photo popped up was not a fun day to be the techno social media guy. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't put that in my top five work days. <laughs> like it's it's come around and everybody likes it now and I, I like it's pretty cool and it's cool to see everybody else adopting it but that first day was, that first I, day there was a lot of that was a lot of a lot of deleting and hiding I've been there hmm. yeah it was not good <laughs> and then I I also I gotta say I got in a little bit of trouble for posting oh. when when Tebow won. Uh, he wants something SIC or something like that with the truggy. And I pasted uh Mater on top of his truck flying through Ooh. the air. Yeah. And it got like 400 likes or something ridiculous, like more than ever, anything I've ever done, like purposely. And I got in a little trouble for that one, but I'm, I don't take it back. That was a funny meme. So <laughs> but yeah, now everybody likes the body or doesn't like the body or whatever, but we've all moved on. There'll be something else to get really angry about later on. Right. 
tomator. So you got to put up Kirby's photo of him uh, and Cliff rocking these sunglasses, Gotti. You got to get working on that. Where am I going to get that from? I sent it to the chat guy. You did? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, can I Google that? <laughs> I'm like, how, how the hell am I going to get that? He's like, how do you spell Clifflet? <clears throat> Oh wow! Okay, cool. Let's see if I can. Uh, oh wow! Pretty interesting. All right, you guys talk amongst yourself while I set this up. Oh, that's the worst. Now we've been prompted. Like now we got to figure it I, out. You know, Charlie just mentioned he's been googling the whole time to find the picture of Joel with the glasses. Well, we're not oh, like good luck. I would. I wish you could pull that up. I can picture it. I can, I can picture. Visual, it oh, I can like. visualize it. Well, he's trying to pull up Joel with the razors, but I mean, that's not what you were talking about. I'm saying Mambo's Oakley. I'll just look up Oakley Mambo's. Just because I haven't done it yet, and I probably need to. What year would have that era of year would that have been? Early '90s, '93. That was that was pro car pro car era, and I think that was '93. Here's where to look. Here's where to look. (laughs) Charlie's needs to google the 91 worlds in detroit i think there's some pictures of joel with those glasses on okay, they had the worlds in the 90s oh of course <laughs> even the 80s come on joel johnson you know, 87 worlds world, hey the first world champion 1977 butch Krolls, who is on facebook and has some pretty awesome photos oh wow he's the first cool. ever ismar Shit. world champion Butch Krolls. I'm gonna need you to send me that name because, like, that would be a cool flashback for. That would be an amazing. Uh, no, Charlie here disagreeing with us. Of course, he says 78. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's just over here, just playing the other side. You know? Yeah, he's yeah. playing heel. So, what about Norca? Did anybody in this chat race Norca? Kirby. Come on, I raced Norca. I Kirby. raced a Norca. That's Jimmy Babcock's. No, damn, no, 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 that's, no, no, Wait, what are you talking? I'm talking Norca Nats. Yeah, yeah well, no, Norca Nats, but yeah. he didn't. He didn't run. Jr. Um, no, but that's the Nationals Jimmy Babcock one. Gotti has I, it. It's it's Jr. Sitman was the guy that ran. Uh, oh, who ran it? Was that the question? Oh my bad. Oh, oh I, I ran. I ran in Norca. No okay. Yeah, it was. It was just like, did you race at one? Yes. Oh, I did. I won one, and the whole. I remember the the whole thing was like Nork and Nats actually count against you compared to Aurora Nats, obviously. But you know, it was still I, a national with a big, you know, large. Well, you know what's country. weird is hey, you gotta take what you get. Well, what what's weird is I remember people that would say stuff like that, and then we would go to the Nork and Nats, and it would be all the same people, same with with a bigger same, turnout, right? Same turnout, with, same guys, yeah. Yeah, and I'm just like, well, I mean, it doesn't really, you know, it's like it's like when Kinwald won the Roar Nationals and the Norca Nationals all the same year. It's like, well, um, so I guess it's it was okay, you know. Right. Yeah, I mean, I made I made a ranking list this year of like eight scale races and like how people did at them, and I had, you know, some I had a bunch of people that were just like, why is such and such race not on there? Well, it's like, well, not all of the big guys were there. Well, why are all the race time races there well because all of the big guys were there like why does what does it matter if it, what it's called if all the people are there like what do, what do we care yeah 
we need to charlie needs to get on that and see if i i'm still sticking that it's 77 worlds charlie thinks it's 78 but let's see we'll see what he can do with his investigation work said it's butch crolls butch crolls yeah awesome dude awesome dude um what class eight scale on road okay Wow, that sounds like a disaster way back then. <laughs> I mean, I honestly getting an having a nitro car in finishing a World's A final in 1977. Here's your trophy. You <laughs> you deserve it. Congratulations, like, man! <laughs> there it is. Oh my god! Who wore it better? <laughs> oh, Kirby, obviously. Boom. I mean, Cliff. Cliff, Cliff can't rock the, those. Cliff had the OG razor blades, though. Yeah, it's still. So you and and in those days, you could replace those all those plastic pieces. So it if came you want two sets of your pieces, okay, a straight so you, and a curved. You could change the colors too, right? Uh, well, yeah, you could interchange. Yeah. Yep. All right. <laughs> We're just yeah, gonna that, have that on the rest of our. That was, <laughs> that was <wondering. laughs> Those were the 30th anniversaries. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. I couldn't afford the OGs. I loved the hair back then. Like the mullet's coming back now, but it's not spiked. The same. Spiked with a mullet. Yeah, that not was it. Yeah. Look at Charlie. He's he's coming in with the stats now. Look at this. What's he got? Where's he at here? Oh, he has a link. All right. I'll look up the, <laughs> the comment before that. There we go. If Mars site lists Butch as the first world champion in 1977. Hey. When see, you're right, you're right. You I had, see, the advantage that we had is when we had our associated shirts back then. The, back of, the back of the shirt listed. Had the car. Had Those the car, cool. the picture of the car, the side and, shot of the car. Yep. Yep. And every world's that somebody won. And I always remember looking at the shirt going 77. Like, <laughs> yeah, holy cow. Jason was oh like, God. I was four years old. I'm like, damn, 77. I was one. One. Sure. I was <laughs> feeling like Tyler. Yeah, right. You guys raced in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I it was actually. It was actually in Pomona at the ranch um, pitch up. Yeah. There's some really nice photos of that track from that time period, which is surprising. I just remember that, that on-road track when Joel won with the evolution, that track was like, that's the track. It looked like an F1 track. It was amazing. It, it, the green yeah. infields as God yeah. would kind just of love. <laughs> he's yeah. like, yeah, painted I find it very hard to watch a race without infields painted. That's fair. Paul Paul mentioned they did a Setzer's track for the regionals. Was that a week ago? They painted it all red and it looked awesome. Hmm. Um, hmm. They put up some photos of that track uh, with the painted red infield. It looked great. I just like the front straightaway at all their races. I think it looks so cool. He like stencils in whatever race it is and all the information. I think it's neat. Yeah, he hand paints the front straightaway with tons of flames. Looks cool. Now, does that affect traction at all? Honestly. I, I've never paint. seen it. I've and Jason probably it. never raced on that. I have. 
and the straightaway is usually one of the best parts. Where well, all yeah, the pain you're is. going straight, obviously. <laughs> well, there you're actually turning, but yeah. I think because uh, like most of the time they spray it, that yeah, it just doesn't matter. Gotcha. No, I didn't have a problem when I was there this year. I thought it was fine. So Paul said he got reamed out by Joel and Ernie for looking at that prototype. He probably but, did. Absolutely. Oh, believe that. Stand back, young man. By Ernie. Like he, like he, like Paul was going to copy all those turnbuckles in the front. Hold on, let me <laughs> d- d- draw what I just saw here. Yeah. <laughs> He's Paul's like, like, I just saw a lot of turnbuckles under there, man. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Like, there was even some like, in the rear end. What the hell? Yeah. He's like... <laughs> A turnbuckle kit for that car looked like an off-road turnbuckle kit. Yeah, it came with like 12 turnbuckles. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to pretend I know what this is. I have no idea what y'all are talking about. Gotti, Gotti the can Evolution our, 10. Gotti can car. find the pictures. But it has to be the first one, though. That's the tough one to find is the prototype because I don't think they had a it couple had, parts done and it had even more turnbuckles. <laughs> It had the uh, the low C battery cup in the front of the, of the battery. Okay, yeah. Like there was not the battery even battery tape. Line. It was literally just yep, battery cup from a two wheel drive car. Yeah, it was like a JRX uh, yeah, T yep. T battery cup. Mm-hmm. It actually it looked good though. It was a nice looking. At that point, that car was like freaking mind blown. When you like opening up the radio control car action and seeing that car was like looking at an alien and then t- them taking a dig at associated and cliff flat Gotti's favorite part what, wait refresh what? my memory i'm sorry i'm searching i for remember it. oh yeah he's going for the photo but i remember their ad was something about how like they were kind of throwing a um at a clifflet because I think Cliff was in the B main, so it's like it's it something to the effect. It's something to the effect of while while the other team's heroes were messing around <laughs> in the B main, or you know what I mean. It was something like that. But didn't I'm trying to think. Did, I don't know if Joel did Joel TQ that worlds or was it Blackstock? no Mike, Mike Blackstock. That's what did. I thought. And Tyree finished second with a 10L. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah, know why we don't do stuff like that now. Why don't we all make fun of each other? Or like, just throw shade. Yeah, yeah. Like some wrestling type of shit. It is. Cool. It was. Um, it was just a different, a different oh, time yeah. period, and there was real. There was pretty some real <sighs> hatred out there. Dude, the yeah, Trinity. Oh yeah. Say, yeah. Trinity Losi, associated. Oh. Yeah, I feel like I heard yeah. that there was like actual like things were not okay. It was a war. It was a war. It, was, it really was for years, years. We used to joke there'd be a tent, a tent emptying brawl at Winter Champs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody brought up the Winter Champs. Was that uh, Enzo? Who brought that up? Enzo? That uh, happened to the Florida Winter Champs. It just, I think at first it was, it was mostly about. Uh, sponsorships it was always the team losi winner champs and then they kind of got into a little bit of a uh, uh, there's Joel with his regular glasses oh, on. i always that, thought this one was that weird. ad was classic yeah it was. i always thought it, that one was weird odd but very tasteful i don't know i was just i was like what is this guy like very different jason is wearing the same thing right now i, I guarantee different 
haircut. I hope this is the same. So I, I rock that haircut because Joel had it. Absolutely. Yeah, flat top. I couldn't do that. <laughs> to me, this is like the picture you use in like an IBM ad. <laughs> or what? a stock photo in a frame. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was okay. This is Joel though. Man, he can't. God, he had one? that hanging in his room. I sure did. I had all the Joel Johnson ads in my room. I thought this was a good double X ad though with the fire behind it. I thought that was yeah, that was on the box that, too. That car was crazy. Like look at so, all this molded stuff. Yeah, so that ad with the double X where it says fastest car in the world. Oh, there it is. Um that got reused, but a zillion times. Well, no, it got reused. Um, we'll get back to that after the Evolution Ten here. There are like thirty-seven turnbuckles on it. Hey, well, yeah, there's so there's six up front, and then there's there's two, there was a single pivot in the rear. So yeah. there was there was a pivot or there was a turnbuckle on each side of the rear to to you know to keep that rear pod true. Right. So yeah, at that time it was just like. What is got the servos on the front plate? Like, what am I looking at? It was wild. Yeah, Paul mentioned that Dieter built the whole car by hand. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Dieter, Dieter works. Use them. One of one. That guy is. Whew, look at that old caliber. Jason probably still got a couple at home. No, I don't. I had that radio though. I had both of those radios. I had that. Yeah, I had the PCM version. This, this is what we should do. Just <laughs> this was the joke. All right. Right All right well, the, thanks for joining this us. Baja, this Baja King. <laughs> this Baja thing. This world scale Baja King. That POS. Was, that was a joke. Was it really? Yeah. Jack Johnson. MRC Baja King. Right, yeah. Jason scoffed at that. Big time. All right. Yeah, that caliber. Well, that was quite an upgrade from like the CS2P. Jesus. It's a big difference. Oh, my God. It's not even the same, man. Yeah, it was a... A def- definitely a, a cool time period where you had to have a magazine ad that was oh yeah there's a lot of work doing those and it caught co- very costly and a lot of work but and it was you know it was how people were going to perceive that product and uh, if, we, if we can read this evolution 10 thing it says the b main thing in here somewhere we have to see if Gotti can zoom up on it is that better uh, this is as far as goes gentlemen that's as far as I can get it to go. What are you looking for, Jason? Because I can see it pretty oh, right good. Right here. It's, uh, that's an unbelievable, perfect 76 laps. Oh, you zoomed it. You went the wrong way with the zoom. Why? Wow, what's it doing? It you, zoomed out. Yeah. I did? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not doing anything. I'm, I can't do anything. I don't know what it did. Is it the tagline in the purple? Like, I can't read it because I can't see it. No. No, it's in the red block on the left. 
Let okay. me try and um, just save you this image. It. And I did. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh, it's copyright. No, no, no. wait. Oh no, what's it say? Oh, chili. <laughs> it's chili's fault. Jesus. Chili Duncan. Come on. Yeah, I don't know what it. Uh, I don't know what happened here. Are we on a Mac? Let's go Command Shift Four. We got this. <laughs> yeah, we're on a Mac. What do I do? Command Shift Four. All right. And then you can drag the size of the image that you want, and you can take a screenshot of it. No, that sounds a little complicated. I thought I could just... Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing here. He wanted to just snap his finger. Yeah, I just wanted to... Uh, Actually... I thought I was going to zoom it in. All right, well, anyway, that was great. <laughs> We gotta we gotta read the uh, the B main. Those micro delta shocks on there. Oh my god. Those things were a joke too. Dude. Try to work was, on those things like just so, the, the parts inside and they Right. Were... Obviously my brother did most of my wrenching. Alright, so but I was the shock guy. I would I would I would bleed the shocks and then I think I disconnected myself in the chat. Okay. Yeah. When I first time I saw those automatics, I'm like, kind of the same reaction. Like, what the hell? Very a, a far a far departure from what everybody was running. You know, it was just nuts. Why does this thing not have shocks? <laughs> yeah, the the touring car was like, what is this thing? How does this dampen? I remember what everybody said after the race was, well, Joel's car worked good, but it takes Dieter to set it up for you. Like, they're like, if you, it's like, if, um, if you want to have a, you get a, an associate. <laughs> oh, now we got a real expert in here. Barry Baker. He'll know all about this. Because <laughs> um, he was, he was in this race. <laughs> yeah, he was. So, um, but yeah, that, I remember people would say that you had to have Dieter. Uh, yeah, to set up that front end. Like, oh my god, nobody can end. figure it out. <laughs> Which side was Barry on? Like, what what team was Barry? Uh, like, Barry, Barry was on associated. He probably would have fought somebody. Like, let's be honest. If he could have, he would have fought somebody. So um, yeah, Barry was on associated. Um, I don't. I don't think he was running Reedy there. He was probably running Max Tech. I bet, huh? That, that was a good after. Pull? Max Tech oh, was, was it? after it. Yeah. Maybe Orion. I don't know. I don't if know. He was running Reedy there. Jason, send Barry. Send Barry the link. He's um, Barry will tell us, but I think he might have been running Reedy at that rate. <clears> I don't remember. <throat> He's running Max Cell batteries for sure. Ooh. Dude, he was a, probably running Reedy. That's a so pull. maybe associated Reedy Maxell. Maxell was hot for like two years. Yeah. Ma there, there it is. is. Maxell. Yeah. I ran Maxell for like a year. Did you really? Yeah. Shit was fire. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Dumpster fire. Oh, <laughs> Jason. It? No, wasn't that No, Reedy I don't know. No, that was what she had to run. <laughs> they had those... They were called Sterling Silver Battery Bars. Or no, Quicksilver, I think. They were cool shit. They look cool as hell. 
Tyler's like, what is a battery bar? Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> we got um, Enzo asking if I ever raced 112 scale. Yeah, I raced it all. 12 scale, 10 scale, I ran the worlds. Um, you ran the worlds 12 scale? Yep, worlds 12 scale. Well, you were there. Oh. Yeah. I was in actually to to kind of continue the Joel Johnson thing. I was in Joel's qualifier. Oh, and obviously he was faster, but I remember, you know, you knew obviously. where he was on the on the track. You knew where he was on the track, and I, I think I remember this story. Yeah, and uh, I remember I had to let him go every qualifier because with thirty seconds to go, you know, of an eight minute race, of thirty seconds to go, I had nothing left, right. and here comes Joel. Let him go. It, what was funny is I almost had to let him go in the same. I let him go in the same part of the track every single time. Um, huh. <laughs> Charlie has the. Uh, um, uh, Charlie has the the statement here from Trinity, but. Uh, <laughs> this is this show. Oh my god. <laughs> We, we derailed. I, I apologize to the pe- people listening on audio. They don't know what wasn't, we're doing. Wasn't the story that you like couldn't make an, an eight minute run and then you finally got like a good battery and was your best qualifier? That was right? Paul. Oh, okay. Paul just posted about it or he just, he just commented that he said, I borrowed a pack of those special Panasonics for my C main. Well, what happened This is two different races. Oh. Um, the, the one that Kirby's talking about is the race that I ran 12 scale in. And Paul uh, had the normal batteries like all of us had. And uh, he borrowed one of Mark Pavitas's practice packs for the last day in the last qualifier. And put it in about <laughs> he put in an A main run with Mark's practice battery. Oh, shit. There you go. That's amazing. All right, so going back to this ad for the uh, the Trinity car, Charlie did some detective work here for us. He got the statement off of that I was referring to. Um, it says, some drivers with more established incumbent cars who dominated the B main and lower mains are still searching for that elusive 17-lap run. <laughs> so just... That was that epic. was get it. That's actually epic. That was Ernie to or Ernie, Ernie and or Tony P, P. to a T right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's throw some shade. Which we have to mention. Uh, you know, Tony uh, passed away uh, a few days ago. Yep. Rip, um, Rip P. Tony P. Which I mean, I like I said, I I told you guys I'd never seen him. I saw him one time in person at a track in Orlando. And I didn't know who he was. I, I'm like, and then I finally, I'm, I saw him with Ernie and finally I'm like, oh, okay. I, this must be kind of put the, it, yeah. the, the Tony P that I've heard about. <laughs> um, but obviously a part of that Trinity thing forever, right? Oh, yeah. For, literally for, yeah, yep. Him and Ernie. Back when Ernie raced slot cars, Tony was the, I guess Tony was the Dieter of that combo. Yeah. Yeah, he was the slot car guy, right? Yeah, he was a slot car guru. And then he was our boss. Yeah. And he Vice yelled at Daddy a lot. Oh, he did yell at me a lot. But there was there was <laughs> there was some fun times too. But oh yeah, I was right outside his office, so I always got the heat. Yeah. 
got it. <laughs> but it was also yeah. some cool stuff too. I mean, it was funny. Oh, yeah. Like you'd always talk about movies and stuff like that. But he, you know, he had the big Mac set up back then. You know, when that oh. thing cost a fortune. I mean, the screen was huge, and and just his office was really cool. And then he had that in the corner. He had the alien in the corner from, from yeah from the movie Alien. Right. Yeah. Huge life size thing. It's pretty cool. Yeah, but, he had all the cool shit in his yeah. But um, yeah, I remember Kirby when I went for my Dave Carpenter was supposed to interview me, so I showed up to Trinity for the interview, and Dave took off that day because he wasn't feeling well. But Dave forgot to tell me about it, so I drove all the way to Jersey, and uh, Tony P's like, "Well, I'll do the interview. Bring him in." It wasn't even an interview because he he got some donuts. Tony Bowers went out and got some donuts, and brought it to the office, and he's like, "Uh, "You know, let's let's eat some donuts." He goes. (laughs) that's <laughs> pretty much very, it for you very, very chill uh interview yeah it was yeah, yeah he was really he was that's just telling just me how best. great it was to work there yeah that was that that was seriously was it jason the interview was how great it was to work there so that was it that's and he's like Are you, can you show up here monday that's what he said can you show up monday i'm like uh can you give me like a week <laughs> you're like um i'll just stay here tonight yeah <laughs> no i needed a week but uh that was really cool though so rest in peace um, we got uh, a lot of pleasantries going on here between Barry Baker, Charlie, all uh, saying Simon, hi to each yeah. other. Then we got Corey Jordan coming in with the uh, question here. Do all do you think all those vintage cars handle the brushless power of today? How do we think that the vintage cars would handle the brushless power today? I mean, I have run, I've run brushless power in my old RC 10 that, you know, back when they did, they did the re-release in like 2013, 14. And I ran a brushless ran like an eight Oh or eight five. It was fine. Yeah. (laughs) Did you have a hydro drive on it? No, no hydro drive. Shit. (laughs) That was a gimmick. <laughs> right. Um, you weren't cool if you didn't have a hydro drive, though, for real. Well, there was a, a little a little span there where it got really hot. Sure. And it was a fad. Well, the the it, deal was explain is, the hydro drive, Jason, for those that don't know. I'm I'm listening because I want to know. Yeah, I want to know because. <laughs> Well, like I remember it, using it, but I had no idea what it, it did. Impeller with, yeah, it was just shock a fluid. inside. It. Yeah, they. I think Losi actually can um, compared it to like a torque converter in like a real car, where basically it had a, uh, and they call it an impeller, you know, inside a case and with fluid in there. So, and then there was a slipper. Um, so there was a slipper, I think, on the inside, the friction slipper. You'd want to get that set. And then the idea behind the um, the hydro drive was that the the impeller inside and the fluid would would take up shock and in, in different jolts of the track when you're driving. So it was like another cushion uh, to the drivetrain. Um, so, yeah, it... That was Losi's. Um, I think Gil Jr. got a patent on that um, on that thing. I saw the 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 patent award, um, item on his desk when I was there at 
at uh, Team Losi oh, wow. for that hydro drive, awarded a patent, I think as they, what they say. Um, but they used it. I think it really sold those cars in those days. Uh, it was a great accessory. They made a top shaft for the associated cars and a, and a gear cover. Gear cover yeah. uh, Came on, that's what he won the world's with, correct? Yeah, so the, the story was... Um, with the hydro drive there was Joel, um, Gotti's hero. Um, and team Losi showed up to the 93 worlds with the new double X, which we showed the, the photo of it before with the, with the flames. The flames. So, uh, the track got really bumpy there and Joel Johnson TQ'd. And I think, uh, Scott Brown was second with the, the same Losi car and they had the hydro drive, on the double X. And I, at this time, you know, you're showing up at a race like this and most people, uh, in those days, of course, you've never, you've never seen the low C double X before they've had the hydro drive already at that time. People knew that that item, uh, existed. Yeah. So here's the picture of the hydro drive, um, and the, the spring oh, and the pattern right on it. Yeah. yeah the spring and I the, thought. And the spring and the thrust on there is the friction slipper, which is inside of the spur gear. And um, so, yeah, that item. So what ended up happening there at the Worlds is uh, the Team Losi was one and two with the double X and the hydro drive. Kinwald barely made it in the main. He qualified eighth with his RC-10. Um, but he, for that qualifier, he he made the main with, he found a hydro drive, uh, Gene Husting, um, got a hydro drive from one of the local distributors. Uh, they got the top shaft, the gear cover, uh, Kinwald ran the, that hydro drive in the last round of qualifying in the mains. And he ended up winning the triple mains from eighth on the grid. And so that hydro drive really became like the, the thing to have cause he won that, uh, that won that race from eighth on the grid and, and especially the AE guy running it. Yeah. And Joel T Hued, uh, which I think, uh, everybody was surprised about. And I think even him, I think he the was, kinda, guy. I think all, Joel was really surprised that he was that quick, but, um, I'm sure that's the one that kind of got away. That would have made him a, a three time world champion, yeah. but Jeff Brown Bob. answered, but it was 97 when uh, Dunbar podium the Worlds. He actually had a shot to win, I believe, going into the last main. The old GM days. Yep. I don't think there was no hydro drive on a four-wheel. Nope. So the other thing, like, just talking about vintage cars and how they would work with all the new stuff, what would be there you go. a good eight-scale nitro buggy to fit current servos, current engine in, and go rip around with. Like if you had a vintage eight-scale buggy? Yeah, let's say like 2000 to 2006 era. Oh, man, I I don't... I'm trying to think. I mean, the Mugens and the Kyoshos were still the ones that dominated back then. Um, what was it, the MP... MP7 was that in that generation? Then there was a 7.5 and a triple seven. Was that the? Yeah. That um, sounds right. Maybe yeah. Any of those, 
that car I think was considered the MP7 or the 7.5 I think was considered <clears throat> the best car. Then there was the Mugen stuff, which has always been really good. Um, I've always been curious about that. Like, what if we, you know, bolted on a, a you know, new, new motor, new servos, uh, you know, lipo and all that stuff, and saw what one of those could do, if set up correctly. I think it would be okay. What I'm not a hundred percent familiar with is the length and the width on those old cars. If they've if the cars have grown in size at all, that's what's really helped the two wheel buggies is they grew in size so much. It used to be if you had an RC 10, it was kind of hard to drive because they were short, they were narrow and all the two wheel buggies are so long and wide now that they aren't the harder to drive, uh, like they used to be. So I would be interested to look at a, uh, an eight scale car from those days, what the size, the length and the width is on it. But, um, yeah, I remember, you know, I remember having an older Mugen. I think I had a five or a four MBX five or four was my first eight scale car. Um, Barry Baker here brought up the Laro, which I think Dagani ran a Laro. <clears throat> there were a couple of different ones that were like, around for a couple of years and then disappeared pretty early on. The, the ones in eight scale that I think the, when I first started seeing eight scale was they had, they had a turbo burns was the name of the, the Kyosha car. It was an eight scale buggy turbo burns. And I think that was one of their, that was what they called it at first. And I think they used that burns for quite a while. Um, so the, the burns, so it was turbo burns. Maybe they went to burns or vice versa. Okay. Uh, but, but that was, uh, there was some really cool car action magazines with, I want to say it was cliffs, Kyosho turbo burns and even maybe Jack Johnson or even Joel. I think he even did some eight scale then. And the cars looked really neat. They had all the Pico, like the Ron Paris prepared uh, engines and pipes and all that stuff. Cause they were all, they had all raced ACL on road. So yeah, Jeff Brown stating here, Inferno turbo burns. So they had a lot of names. Jesus. That was the, the name of the car in Kyosho Inferno turbo burns. Good God. There will have to have Barry uh, comment on this, but the only one worse than that was Yokomo with the names of their touring cars. Um, the YR four M type pro, uh, they would have like, it would be like whole top of the box would be the name of the car. <laughs> They're still kind of long now, even with like their two wheel buggy, like the, what is yeah. it, the dirt Mayfield 3.1 now or something like that. Yeah. I, I have to ask him all the time. I'll, if he's, if I'm filling out one of those sponsor sheets, I'm like, what's the name of this car again? <laughs> why? Why Z2 uh, DTM point three, I think is the new two wheel. And that's short oh, for okay. them. Yeah. I couldn't remember if it was DTM point three or 3.1 or I don't know whatever some something like that maybe it is 3.1 i don't know that might be what it, it is 3.1 I, yeah i think it is because it was dtm2 before and then dtm3 and then whatever this one is now 
Yeah, that's tough. We're back to filling up the whole top side of the the box. Well, that's when you have to do a name change. Is when you get to the length of the box, and then you're like, okay, we're we've reached our max, and we got to come back with the name. So it has nothing to do with like changing anything on the platform. It's just how many letters you use. Like you ran out of typewriter space, and you've got to like put it back. Click, 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 click. Yeah, I like it. Um, we got Enzo making a comment here. He definitely misses the RC Car Action magazines with Cactus Classic Greedy Race. Uh, yeah, that was the. Um, that I'd was love a to big see. Time. I'd love to see some '90s ones because, like, Enzo and I would be of the same like couple of years to you know get RC Car Action at like a Hobby Town or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be curious to like go back and, and see you know all the brands talking mess about each other in the comment sections of their different little advertisements and stuff like that it's been cool wasn't too many that did that besides trinity they really trinity did. was the worst trinity we we, we threw shade <laughs> and i loved it i lo- i love those ads like you know it's i like that stuff it's good Jason Santos messen- er, mentioned here in the chat that the Pirate M1 was another one-eighth gas car. Who made that one? That was a Kyosho as well? Pirate, I think, was... Um, that was could it be a Mugen? Could it be a Mugen Pirate? Is that what it was called? Pirate M1 was another name of a car. I know that. It could have been a Mugen. Trinity had a 4A and the Nitro engines, didn't they? Pico. When we started importing Pico, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we started that in what ninety ninety nine, I think. Ninety nine or two thousand, we started getting Pico in. I lost Pico at the Excalibur nightclub when we were in Chicago. We we debuted the Pico engines at the Chicago Hobby Show. That's when that Hobby Show was awesome. You know what I mean? And I don't uh, think we can hear Kirby. By the way. Oh, Kirby, you uh, you got yourself on mute or no? Oh, try it now. Still can't Oh, I can't unmute guests. Their mic is not connected, it says. It says your mic's not connected, Kirby. Yeah, because he's been talking for a while and I haven't heard it. Uh, I thought he was talking to someone else. He didn't want us to hear it. But anyway, uh, yeah, fun. I told the story in a podcast. I lost Pico at the Excalibur nightclub and Ernie yelled at me the next morning because he said I was supposed to watch Pico but it was actually Matt Francis that was supposed to watch him. But anyway, <laughs> so we went to the nightclub after the hobby show and I, apparently I was supposed to keep track of where he was, but he didn't speak English and uh, it was a mess. But needless to say, I got in trouble the next morning. Those darn nightclubs. I've heard a lot of stories of people getting lost at those. Yeah. Well, that was five floors, Excalibur. So he was somewhere probably on the fifth floor and I was all the way down on the first. And uh, next morning, Ernie came up to me at the show, and he's like, Gotti, what are you doing? I'm trying to close a deal here. I, you know, I'm trying to make money, and you're, you're screwing it up. And I'm like, I'm like, Matt Francis was supposed to watch him. <laughs> like, you have to watch him. <laughs> I'm sure he had a great time. He was probably fine. Oh, he did. He was fine. He got uh, he got home safely. We, we didn't get home until, like, I think, like, 4 or 5 in the morning, and then we had to get up at 6 in the morning for the show. So it was a rough, it was a rough, uh, rough day. And put your suit on. That's when Spachette and uh, Spachette and Brian Dunbar they took the train the, the other way. They went north instead of south, and they got all screwed up. 
Anyway. Sounds all right. No. Uh, Charlie Swank is saying Chicago show was legendary when I was a kid and got more legendary when I got to work there. Okay. I've heard stories of Charlie being one of those guys that lost people or got lost. Yeah. I'm sure he got lost. Allegedly. A little bit lost. So to go back into that name uh, situation with the touring cars, we got Jeff Brown mentions the name of a Tamiya car here. Uh, the TRF 415 MSXX Mark Reinhardt 2007 edition. Oh mm. my God. <clears throat> I'm just, what I'm thinking of is my Excel column that I, uh, row that I have for a description. I just had to grow it out and just screw up my whole, the re- whole document, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it goes on to the second line and you're like, Oh crap. Kirby's yeah, back. I can hear him. Can you hear me? Yep. Loud and clear. I don't. I it was on your end. I clear. tried to unmute you, but I couldn't. Yeah. Word. Okay. That was a, that was another one that was a shock was Reinhard winning that world, right? Like that wasn't supposed to happen. Was it the very first one he won in 2004? Yeah. I think it was, everybody was waiting, I think for Masami to finally win a touring car world's, and that was kind of getting a little late in the game for him. But uh, Mark Reinhardt, I, he came down to Florida here because that Worlds was in Florida and because I raced it. And uh, I remember going to practice in Clearwater. We're talking about Paul. practice. <laughs> we, we were going out and practicing with uh, Paul and – the uh, Mark Reiner was out there with the Tamiya stuff at our, the practice track we did. And, you know, he was just kind of a, he was obviously fast. He did well, but he wasn't a, a total badass. Uh, but then when we got to that track in Kissimmee and then when they got out the cheater batteries, Uh-oh. they were just, uh, the, I think the Orion cheater batteries. Alleged. There. Yeah. Uh, All right, break it down for me. Like, what was, what are we doing? Well, I think just those were the the sub C battery days where shrink wrap. Tr- traditionally, the the battery manufacturers had That's... the next generation battery before most, so they could they could make the batteries look like a traditional uh, battery that was on the market, but they could be actually inside. It was the next generation battery pack. Okay. And uh, th- they thought the trick was, Ifmar kind of thought the trick was, because the previous Onward Worlds are really a lot of them, but from, you know, maybe 91, the race Paul was at, uh, the 10 scale worlds that Joel won, uh, they were running cheater batteries there. Um, um, at the 91 world, I'm sure Joel won that world with cheater batteries. What? Uh, the nine, the 92 worlds, which was in Grand Rapids. Oh, that Jeff Brown, I think Jeff Brown ran that. He's in the chat. Jeff Brown ran the 92 worlds in Grand Rapids for 12 scale. I'm sure they were running cheater batteries there, which was, um, when Tony you win, Nicinger you get accused of cheating. Well, Tony Nicinger won that worlds and three times. He, he was probably cheating. Well, the batteries. That was Jeez. definitely something Trinity was always accused of. Oh, absolutely. Batteries. 
Yeah, we changed into shrink wrap. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, <laughs> so Jeff Brown, we, we're kind of going up several years here, but the 96 Worlds, the packs were all, the, all over the place. And Orion, Orion shipped in 2,000 battery packs oh for that God. race. That's crazy. Um, and you're talking about batteries, like and heavy stuff, right? You're just like manufacturers like that in Trinity. You're just pulling from a much bigger pool than anybody can, you know. Yeah. So you're going to f- – the cream of the crop is a much bigger circle. What I remember about that 04 world when Mark won <laughs> was I remember watching his – um practice run and it was like a five minute talking about practice um and and when you do the worlds those runs uh as tyler's seen and been a part of it's just like a qualifier the way you practice at the worlds is like a qualifier and i remember mark being like dumped done (laughs) off the track before five minutes was over (laughs) and the first when the round one of qualifying came up the last lap was one of his fastest laps. Like, and you're just thinking, okay, well, um, he's got the good shit. (laughs) Like the goods. And you know what? And it's not that he wasn't, and it's not that any of these guys aren't deserving of any of these worlds that they won, but they certainly had the batteries he needed in those days. And if Barry's still in the chat, he'll attest to that. That was the name of the game. He's had the good stuff too, uh, at that worlds in Pomona in 96, um, he was, you know, Barry was a total badass in those days and he had the good stuff from, uh, well, I think, I don't think it was max tech then it was Orion. Um, he said max L yeah, max L. Um, and, um, oh yeah. The, uh, so the batteries meant everything in those days, uh, so basically the, the basically the whole deal though was like from worlds to worlds it was just like greater capacity right yeah okay and you know i think there was some times when the voltage would take up a little bit take a notch up too but um in those days the batteries were really important um <laughs> we got jeff brown he's just he's he's got the he's talking about the trinity double stuffed cells <laughs> they're like oreos uh haters will hate yeah haters will say it's photoshopped (laughs) well yeah so they were really important you just you couldn't finish uh you couldn't finish at a high-end speed in a qualifier without that kind of without those kind of batteries you either had the pace or the capacity But the yeah, good battery I mean, said both, you know, I remember I remember having that conversation with Reedy a bunch, um, you know, if, you know, they they would try to tell you, oh, well, you're driving too hard. You know, that's why your batteries are. And it's like, look, I watched Josh Cereal's trigger <laughs> and like I would stand under the driver's stand and I'd say, OK, watch this trigger. And it's slapping the back. It's, it's clacking. It's, it's clapping yeah. the, the while you're like rolling on yeah. and rolling off. Like, <laughs> I, you can hear the plastic of his trigger hitting the radio. Like he's not throttle. He's not letting off. 
And right. uh, so, and, but that's what you had to do. You know, if you were going to be on pace and, and try to win a race like that, especially on road, you had to have those, the badass batteries and you had to be a badass driver because really at the top level, they all had the good batteries and they all had the top end support and the good driving. So it's like, you know, um, it's, they were still the deserving of the win, but when you get down to a guy that might be in the top of the B main or something, you know, those are guys that could have been in the A. And so Paul borrowed, he's talking to this as a 91 worlds, I believe, or is it 92? Could have been 92, the one at the ranch. I can't remember the year, but he's talking about he does the race. He was in the C main of 10 scale pan car. He borrowed a Panasonic from Ralph Birch. And he said that when he went up to tech uh, to bring his car through tech, it was 40 grams heavier with Ralph Birch's battery than it was with his. Oh man. He's like, he puts it, he said he's fake news. He said he put it on the scale and just goes gone. Fake news. (laughs) It just like bottomed out the scale. Wow. Wow. Then he, then he ran the main and he's like, damn, I'm competitive all the way through now. The old P170s. Those things are dope. So when he says Panasonic, does he mean like Panasonic, Panasonic? Like Yeah. Yeah, that was a That was like, their attempt. It seemed like every year there was a different manufacturer, like Sanyo was hot, and then Panasonics came out and they had much more runtime, not quite as much voltage, but no durability was ticket for that year. Yeah. Okay. You know, and then it went back to Sanyo. It was for the most part it was kind of Sanyo most of the time. Panasonics were trash though. They look cool. They were like a light purple shrink wrap. They look, yeah. they look pretty good. They just didn't last, like, as yeah. far as durability. Durability. They didn't have much voltage, but they had the runtime. Apparently, Ralph's were good. Yeah, the Ralph's Ralph were had, good. That was probably in his PTI days, I imagine. Yeah, he was in the main, I think. PTI uh, hyperdrive. I mean, they were good batteries. They just, like, for a consumer, like an average this Joe, they weren't the any good. My, here, this is off the top of my Jason's head. writing. Look out. So we got... <laughs> Mike Blackstock. Is it 11 o'clock yet? What time is it? (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, Jason. We got Mike Blackstock TQ. I'm guessing Joel was second. Then we had uh, Tyree. Tyree, yep. I think uh, Jay Halsey was in that main. He ran for for Trinity at the time. So you had Blackstock who was running Reedy, but I'm guessing that he was running the Max Cell batteries too. Um, so you had, uh, Trinity, you had Trinity, Trinity. So Jay Halsey, then you had, I'm sure Ralph Birch was in there. Yeah. So he had the PTI. I think Bobby Horan was in that main. Charlie, just Google this for us, will you? <laughs> then you had, uh, Barry Baker was in that main. Was a Mike Swagger in there? At that point, I don't know. Probably not this one. No. So Barry was running the Reedy uh, Maxell. So then he had Haran, who was Reedy, and I'm not sure what battery he ran. How do you guys remember all this stuff? Like, I can't remember. Two, three, four. Jason's got a a steel trap. (laughs) So that's seven. That's seven guys. Um, I got Ralph. Um, I think, was that the main Ron Sher was in? Man, he might have been in that main. We'll put Ron in here. <laughs> put him in. Charlie, help. Put me in too. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's eight. I got eight. 
I got eight so far. The oh Nysinger, maybe? Was he in there? I don't know. I don't think he did. Um, I think uh, Jason can't hear us. No, I can hear you. <laughs> He's just blocking us out, dude. I'm blocking you. Uh, boy, yeah, Ty- so Tyler will never be back on again. He's like, I'm sitting three hours in my car. Oh, no, I'm having a good time. I have okay. no clue what we're talking about half the time. Yeah, me neither. Well, neither. Believe me. Yeah, I don't. Here you go. Jason, I have it pulled up. Ready? Okay. Yeah. All right. Joel. Check. Tyree. Check. Tony Nysinger. Okay. Blackstock. Check. Halsey. Check. Which, I, honestly, I'm, I didn't even realize that. Halsey ran. I'm, I'm, I'm blown out by that. Uh, Ralph Birch. Mike Swagger. Check. Got that one. Bobby Horan. Ron Shore, Barry Baker. Barry, 10th? Ron Shore. <laughs> Scolded Barry. So all, Barry. Of, all of mine were correct. I did pull uh, Swagger there. Yep, Swagger and Tony Nysinger. Well, I said Tony right at the You did end. say Tony, yep. So, so what year is this? 92. Yeah. So is this like right? someone's poor mother or wife, like, clicking the keys to get the laps? Each time nope. goes no, no, we, we had complete our um we had technology. The, the, the AMB lap counting AMB, system. Yes, transponders were it like was, this. It was a transponder that you put you you put in your car, and then afterwards you took out and put back that the next so like the clip on one basically. Yeah, correct. Okay. Yeah, isn't that that's an that's an associated part from back in the day, right? The thing that was the same size and shape and weight. Yeah, yeah dummy transponder. Yeah, yep. practice with that weight. Yep, yep. Trinity so, made yeah, a cooler dude, one. You had you had to have the dummy transponder. <laughs> so Corey Jordan is mentioning here. He's asking us. So is the battery more important than tires? Um, I'm thinking. Uh, Probably. I think what he's Jesus. what he's compa- what he's comparing is was the battery more important in those days than like say, yeah. tires God, these days? Probably. Oh, and tires are always the you know yeah. they're always going to be the the most important. But <laughs> yeah, a little background there. But uh, yeah, so I would say I would say the tires are still tops, but I'm sure <laughs> the battery, especially in on road. Yeah. It was either on, on road or four wheel drive off road and oval. Yeah. Well, that counts as on road. Yeah. I mean, you really didn't need it in two wheel drive off road. You didn't need that battery run life. It kind Except of sounds for- like maybe like not the same, but similar to just because there's not a whole lot you can do to them other than change rotors and, you know, little tips and tricks here and there. But kind of the same as like 17.5 motors now or whatever. Like you either have a good one or you don't or you can make a rotor change or you can't or whatever. Like there's good and, ones, there's bad ones. And there's definitely a difference in between. And that's how stock motors were back in the day too. Like handout races you'd have. Yeah. So a stock, a stock race you'd sign up and you'd get a, a handout stock motor and right. you had the ability to buy more. And there were guys that some guys would buy like one more. Some guys would just, we're going to break the bank and, we're going to, you know, we're going to find the best out of, you know, a half dozen or whatever. Right. Yeah. It's just <laughs> that, that, that source you're pulling from, you know, it's good. Cream of the crop is probably going to be higher if you pull from a bigger source. So, right. Yeah. That was the difference maker. Yeah. The only, I guess there's like one or two classes in on road now, maybe that are 
um, handout motor like that because I think at the because we've got the um, carpet touring carnats this year in Dallas. So I was like, I went and checked the place out, was hanging out. And I think that the I can't remember who's doing the USGT motor, but it's a handout. So I'm, I'm assuming you can do the same thing. You can buy a couple of them, and pick the best one or whatever. Right. You see Jeff Brown's comment there. They weighed batteries in Cleveland one year. There were heavy Panasonic cells that one driver left in his room. <laughs> Probably Joel Johnson. Oh, God, Jason. Man, oh, what a hater. Shade. Jesus. <laughs> He's all, this is Joel's room. Hater. So, um, um, en- Enzo's mentioning here. He's like, "Is it true that all brush motors back in the day were made by Yokomo, or for the most part came from Japan?" Oh, well, part of that's true. Epic. All of them came from Japan at that time. It was either a, a, yeah. an Epic teardown or a Yokomo teardown. Yeah. So what it was is, uh, I think Kyosho had their own. Um, I think Kyosho had their own motors made. Really. And then there was a. Um, and then Yokomo stuff was made by Sagami was the name of the, the, the manufacturer of the actual motor. Um, and then, but it said Yokomo on the M bell, but it was all, all made by Sagami. And then, so Reedy stuff was all Yokomo can and M bell based. And, um, then the Trinity stuff, when they got big enough, then they had their own Epic um and bells and cans and they had their own but i'm sure they're all made in japan at that point i guess yeah yeah so if you want if you came out with a new motor um you know there was a new can uh you know the the armature you sent the design the, over there the blank the, yeah yeah the brush the hood system and bell can and blank yeah and back then when somebody would like if there was a the Trinity, a Reedy, uh, a company that had really their own motor uh, build. If you wanted to be a motor builder, like we had, um, like Paul's on here with, um, you know, his dad had the Redline motors. Right. You could you could be a Redline motors, but you might be using a Reedy or a Trinity teardown. So you might be using their components, but you would build it, tune it. Um, you know, put your own brushes and time wind, wind it. Yeah. 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 Cause when I ran for East coast, he would, he had teardowns of both varieties. So it was like, it's kind of nice that, you know, you had that option to try either or tear down. It kind of sounds like nitro motors now, like a, with a lot of the stuff coming out of the OS factory. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's OS is kind of dominating that game really bad right now. Um, it's almost in sort of a, a bad place because there's uh, there's not really a there really needs to be another engine or two that really not, can kind of stand up to the same. So it doesn't uh, have like much competition, is what you're saying? Then, well, yeah. a lot of the in a lot of the you know the companies, whether it's you know Protech or Block or LRP or whatever, like it's all coming out of OS. But yeah, yeah. I mean, when same platform, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. 
and it, that's how it is right now. It'd be nice if there was maybe one or two others that could step up and kind of provide the same uh, or as good a motor in the high end side of things that OS is doing. And, you know, maybe the Reds and some others, they have some good stuff also. And, but it really takes that domination of guys at the top level to get, to get that trickle down effect that OS kind of got with Ty Tessman really. When Ty was dominating in like 2012, 13, he had the OS stuff. He had the good HB car. He had a good time. I mean, he had the, the number one package of components at that time. And it really kind of started steering the engine uh, market to where you had to have an OS engine to compete with him. That's what people thought. And it really has just uh, kind of grown like wildfire. Everybody trying to get an OS engine with their name on it, essentially. What kind of baffles me, and this is this is like completely subjective, so you know you can take it with a grain of salt. But maybe, let's say, one or two years after that era of engines coming from OS, like the twenty one oh one, the Spec two, um, Tie Zone engine, and all that stuff, like that, all that stuff was really, really good, and it just seems like the stuff that they've released since then has been hit or miss on if it can even, you know, if it can hold up to, um, those previous engines and, you know, whether it's for that reason or just for the sake of maybe the other companies not having, you know, the, the newest stuff, like most of the companies, you know, for a long time, like their engines have been based off of a 2101 or a spec two or whatever. And like, they're super good like that. You know, I, I've yet to really see an engine like for Truggy that could re- replace the spec too. And, and, you know, for like buggy stuff, you know, a lot of people have tried a lot of different things, but it's really hard to, to beat, you know, a spec two base design, a 2101 base design. Or, and the one that's like really kind of made an impact or the, like the only one that I've felt has really kind of made an impact since then coming out of OS is like Adams motors, mm-hmm. which, you know, were, were different and are really good. But, you know, a lot of the other stuff, it's like, at what point do you kind of turn around, go back to what worked, and then start over and and try again from there? You know, I, I, I don't really know, um, you know, what the answer is to that. I, I do know that when Ryan started running the Reds engine in his TLR, that when we, we went to Vegas and ran there at RC tracks, of Las Vegas, he had two or three reds engines and they ran amazing. Um, yeah. you know, this is back in like 2015, probably, uh, 14 or 15, probably 15. And I remember him running out there and, um, and they, they, they worked awesome. Um, and I think that, uh, and they worked really well for him for for many many events but um that doubt sets in if you're having a a bad race or you're flaming out in the pits which was common in those days for not just him but others but um you just can't afford any issues and nitro in general that's the name of the game is issues is to minimize them and i think that's where uh People just have to, something has to establish itself as being as dependable 
in those situations and then they'll have something there. And, uh, you know, like those Reds engines were in Ryan's TLR, they were awesome when we, when he was started running, uh, running those engines. And, um, uh, but it, there gets to those questionable moments. You're on the road at some other country or some other event and it, it's not performing what you thought it would be. And you get through all that, all those doubtful situations. You look at who the guys are that are kicking butt or winning and what they're using and they're not having any issues. And pretty soon it it's, you know, catches on like wildfire. Yeah. They were all of the ones that Ryan ran were Pico based, weren't they? Sounds right. I think cause now obviously they're not They're you know, they come from their own stuff, but, um, that was what was always wild to me. Like listening to those engines, they always had like a very distinct sound. Not mm-hmm. so much, not so much the regular Picos, but like the Reds tuned Picos mm-hmm. had like they almost kind of whispered when they would like go down the straightaway, which I always thought was strange. And like their stuff now, like doesn't sound like that. It seems like it's, you know, definitely they've, you know, upped their game. Which you know maybe that's why they wanted to have their own machines, their own ability to do things and, and stuff. I remember in those days, uh, talk you know being at the races and that they would talk about that and you know they were looking to get some freedom where they could um you know catch up in some of those areas i think that you're kind of referring to and maybe they have yeah i mean the fx stuff too seems like it's picking up steam and pace yeah and they you know they've picked up their own um companies now too where you know they're they're doing the engines for uh bullet for the agama guys and all that so looks like they're kind of stepping out to do that type of thing um obviously like it'd be cool to see pico stick around you don't see them as often as before Uh, yeah i mean that was a that was um you know in the old days uh you know those those names that you're mentioning in the nitro business that was you know pico novarasi and all that stuff it's like if you didn't have an italian based engine uh, you were like nobody. You were out to lunch, and then uh, things kind of changed around with the OS um, as they kind of got grew and got better. I mean, a lot of my experience with the OS was in gas truck, which those yes. things were just. You get the little you get that little OS twelve engine that they had, and that thing was so amazing. Uh, what what a great combination that engine was with gas truck. We had uh, Jason Santos here saying that he ran into into that buying up motor stuff with uh, racing slot cars. Hard to compete when you're 14. You just had to luck out with a good one. He's talking yeah. about a handout motors when right. you get like, a handout motor. Cross your fingers and hope for the yep. best. <laughs> yep. That's tough too. Like when you're young, because you're just like, oh man, like I can't compete. I've only got one <laughs> I get that. Like this, this old man over here just came and bought seven motors. <laughs> He's back in his trailer. He got the dyno running. Yep. Uh, Guess I'll just bolt this and run it. You're like, I can't even spend my whole paycheck when I don't have a paycheck. It doesn't work. <laughs> All right, I'm back, guys. I'm I'm ready. I got my pillow. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, oh, you weren't supposed to see that. 
<laughs> that was it. The night night guy. This is Randy Orton. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. I'll just wait here. I can't unsee that. Uh, go ahead. What are we on? What topic? <laughs> we're, we're we're actually downshifting. We're we're what pretty topic? much we're gonna we're easing out here. All right. We're okay, well, I'll just put him down here. Then. We're at two hours and 50 minutes of uh, Tyler hanging out in his vehicle. Oh, yeah. It's all good. Chilling. <laughs> I still got to eat some dinner at some point, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's, it's good. Yeah. Um, on the floor and go just take a nap, Jason. You know, I think Dottie got to eat dinner. I did. I went downstairs and got some more a little bit there and uh, oh, a drink. Man. Look at you. I told you, Jason, just get your setup at home. That way, you know. I don't podcast Allison, at my work. Allison That's could feed. What's that? <laughs> I said, I don't podcast at my work. What oh. if you could? Well, you wouldn't be able to hear shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so where'd you guys leave off with the we're, questions? We're done. Oh, okay. Talked about gas engines. I mean, it was right up your alley, but you know. Hmm. Yeah, there was an interesting thing there about. I was, uh, was going to mention Jason should probably start. He should get into gas engines. Nitro. Yeah. Sorry, I'm old school. <laughs> What's the yeah. intro quantity for OS? You got to buy like 250 pieces, and you can have your own. I think it's oh. more than that, actually. Is it? I think so. Uh, get rich to drop a design we're good to go yeah i mean i think the uh, just the question is can you sell it that's the that's the question you slap j content <laughs> on it you can sell it yeah you. can can you get it can you even get it to sell it <laughs> you can sell it hashtag supply chain this would be tough though because i was on the phone with jason earlier this week and i was changing uh, bearings in an engine and he goes oh, if I ever got that bar to, I ever had to do that I just threw it away and got a new one Yeah. <laughs> so of I don't course. know how this engine program would work for us Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well to me like when it was that war you know you wore something out like that you're just thinking well the whole rest of it's got to be junk too by now <laughs> <laughs> well, it's worn out <laughs> oh, this air filter I mean, shot the head is all scratched up from crashing. Got a dent in the top. The bearing's blown out. You know your your carburetor feels a little sticky. You're just like, what am I doing here? Good point, Jason. Next, pull it into you. Pull it into the mechanic shop, right? Of your real vehicle, and there. What I didn't well, what I didn't equate was this was on your OS twelve that costs like one hundred and fifteen dollars. Correct pull a new one off the shelf like this makes yeah. a lot more sense now yeah a little os for the gas truck i mean that <laughs> um 110 bucks yeah previously <laughs> i was like this dude's so big baller like 400 engine if the bearing goes bad like that's that's crazy <laughs> throw it away spend a lot of money because he Sky makes hook. a lot of money yeah, I, I didn't race enough nitro eight scale to to replace anything. To, well, no, to, to, go through, <laughs> to go through that many. <laughs> the best engine for me, honestly, when I raced eight scale, was the Reedy engine because it was slow. That was the best <laughs> feeling. That was the best feeling 
nitro engine that I had because it, oh, it was kind God. of like it was tame. It was easy to drive. You could drive like kind of like electric style. Well, with it. It I can't even pi- I can't even pile on. I, I mean, I guess that's a compliment to Reedy. I'm well, really it, hoping that like I don't get a phone call tomorrow for like what I'm going to say next. But like, there's something to that because all right, Vegas Worlds 2016, Rana Fock wins, and the track is super blown out, like impossible to drive on. Dudes are flying off the track everywhere. And Rana Fox motor sounded so slow. And his car was so slow down the straightaway. And I think that there was something to that. Like, he couldn't go fast enough to go flying off the track. It was fine. Well, lots of the, you know, lots of ill handling problems are always traced back to having too much power. Right. You know, obviously, if you're racing on road or you're racing oval you want as much power as you can get for as long as you can that's where the ba- the battery conversation came in but with nitro or in a situation where you're in dirt or it has to do with this control of enough traction you know overpowering the car is kind of a big factor <laughs> and um to me when i run nitro with a with a quote-unquote good engine um it always feels too fast to me. It feels like a light switch. Um, it feels like I'm, I'm always struggling to kind of back down the power. Like I feel like I'm always overpowered, but, um, it's just, um, I think that's how you're really supposed to run it. You know, when you're, if you're one of the badasses, you have to drive it. Uh, you have to tune it right. You have to drive it like that. And then you get used to it. Yeah, what Enzo's saying is like what I was gonna say. He had at that race, he had just enough power to like make the double that had this big blown out pocket at the bottom of it, but not enough to like jump into the pocket and then crash. So it was like he did the same thing every lap, just like landed right on the top of the jump, went through the pocket, like went around on his way. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big wow. part of the game. I still choke my nitro stuff down quite a bit and then get yelled at by the the older guys on the team that are like man you shouldn't do that it's like well we have radios that have epa adjustments for a reason like they're never gonna not have that anymore it's it's not the 90s anymore like you can change all this stuff on your radio yeah Uh, damn (laughs) jason's like i don't know how to make those adjustments that's a bad habit. You shouldn't do that. Well, why? Like, are we never not going to have this option anymore? Like, what What do you mean? Hmm. <clears throat> Interesting. Control it with a 25 engine. I like it. Tune it down. I was at a race where Ryan ran a... What was the next size up? Was it a 23 or a 25? 23. I think Try he ran a... Tw- yeah, I think he ran a 23 in his Truggy somewhere. I remember that. You get five minutes of runtime, something like that. <laughs> wow. So I think we're buttoning up here. Do we have any other last uh, last requests? <clears throat> Did you guys go through all these questions while I was gone? Oh, I guess there's just more comments i honestly think they were comments all right we we touched on most everything here i don't even know where the comments are so i'm out of this conversation oh you can't see them still no i don't know where that's weird are they in the stream yard thing <laughs> yeah it should be i don't know jason Mine would doesn't know even scroll i don't know yeah mine's just right got, 
when you hit chat on the thing, you've got private chat, which is like, I, I guess uh, we could talk I, to each other. And then I like, had a window off. covering that. I see it. Ooh. There you go. You don't want to know what was on that other window. Oh, man. <laughs> it says, you should update this and reboot. I was like, I can't reboot now. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. We're, you could do it now. All right. Well, so is that it for the uh, big uh, driver signings then? <laughs> did we talk about that at all? We did. We did. Okay. We did at the beginning, all three hours ago. Okay. Yeah. Three hours ago, we covered that. <laughs> I forgot. Part of it. I forgot. Dang. All right. Yeah, my wires. Jason's over there having a hard time. Jeez. I'll say he's struggling. What? Uh, all these wires. Is that a J Concepts hat, Jason? Right here. Yeah. It's a black one. This is our prototype of the. Uh, oh, I have that. No, it's something. <laughs> yeah, prototype 2022 hat. No, I don't. Ah, all right. I have one like you have, Gotti, but mine's black. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. You want to buy it? Will you autograph it? Yes. Okay. Well, then maybe I'll think about that. But uh, so when can I expect that one, Jason? Because uh, I can't do a podcast without that one. <laughs> What, hey, what comes first, the next podcast or that hat? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> and these, this stuff will all be out very early 21. 21, well, we're 20, 21 Jason. <laughs> oh, my bad. I have bad news for you. 22. All right. Well, I look forward to getting that. Is that going to be a fitted hat or the flex fit? <laughs> dry fit? What are we doing here? It'll be the same hats we've had. The snapback? Um, yeah. Okay. All right. As, as a hat aficionado. <clears throat> All right. We got one more question here uh, from Enzo. The biggest question being, when J- when's Jason rolling dudes up in 40 plus two wheel drive mod? I'm not racing CRC. So the same time he gets a short course truck. Oof. Short course. I've already won in that class. I retired. Oh. I have won. I've, I've won in two wheel short course. I've won in four wheel short course. And I retired. Three wheel. The the it used to be uh, on the associate team. If you won with the SC ten four by four, you were allowed to retire from short course. And I won with that truck, and I retired from short course. They I'm gave you that, and even ran it. Yeah. You know what? It there was some moments. It had some pretty good moments. <laughs> it had maybe a little more bad moments, but uh, it had a few good moments. <laughs> Love it. The incentive. Yeah, speaking, of, speaking of disasters, that thing looked like a disaster. It kind of was. There was like, they they kind of went way, um, they went really deep with that design. And it looked, there were some really cool looking things. The parts looked nice. But the whole two transmission thing with the belts was just not. Didn't cut the muscle. Well, it was, it actually, they could have made it way more simple and they would still have a truck on the market because, you know, all Losi did was made a little mini eight scale, um, for their four by four short course. And if associated would have did the same thing, they could have still had the same truck in the market. Um, but they kind of try to take a different leap in the class. They try to do it differently. And just one of the things they did that didn't. You know they've they've had a lot of successes of of course, but I'm pretty sure that was one of the things that wasn't a success. But we've kind of all had them. BJ44 
SCT. <laughs> oh no! Seven minute abs. Twenty twenty two. It's coming. Wow. Why were the? This is another question. Why were the shocks so short on the original BJ four front? There, those are buggy front shocks. The two wheel buggy okay. front shocks. Uh, they really weren't any shorter then you know maybe now they have uh lengthened the bodies a little bit but they were they were just two-wheel buggy front shocks so sorry so i mean had, spring like spring on the shock the shock oh, itself was fine yeah, the spring was yeah, like yeah way it was tiny down. yeah it was because that was what the two-wheel buggy had they associated didn't have any longer springs okay so that's why it looked like that but yeah i agree All right. Anything else? Any more questions, Tyler? Sorry. No, that's Sorry. fine. That's fine. <laughs> We've made it to the three hours. Mine's three. We can go four. We should get complaints when we went three hours. Remember, Jason? If you can do three, you can do four. I'm like, how do you complain about it? You just fast forward or you stop and listen later. Hey, we're still like two and a half hours off of Pulp MX. That's what I'm saying. I was telling Jason earlier this week, my favorite podcast that I listen to is five hours. Yep. I've been listening to, to that shit from since 08. Yeah, I don't understand people complaining. It's a long time. I know. Oh, Jason, here you go. Allison checks in with food's getting cold. So yeah. Jason's got to go home. Oh, it's it's been cold for a long time. <laughs> it's been cold for a long time. Allison, I've been telling him to get a setup at home. So that way he's right there. End Listen, of story. There but, ain't no food getting cold. Jason's going to swing by like Mickey D's oh, on the way. Starbucks. Starbucks and uh, Chick-fil-A. Those are all closed. <clears throat> too, too, bad you don't have out. too bad you don't have sheets. Yeah, I could go there and get those. Uh, 24-7. Get those French toast sticks. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Those, those were good. The French toast sticks. I'm going to have to try it next time. See, uh, Allison says no Mickey D's. See, I figured that's a little too. That's where they sent. Like, if I walk into a Chick Fil A, they'll tell me like, "Hey, McDonald's is down the road." Oh, you know. But Jason and Allison, you know, they're all fancy, so they can get away yeah, with this. Fancy, gotta go to Chick Fil A. Yeah. It's like when I go to Starbucks, they're like, "Sir, Duncan's down the road." <laughs> what can you do? Just. Uh, the way it is. All right. Well, we better get going. And Allison's waiting for Jason. Yeah. We appreciate Tyler and Kirby. I mean, hey, second yeah. time this year, closing out the year. Two I'm, I'm back. I'm fully back in 2022. New year, new me. <laughs> oh wow! So how many? So we're gonna shoot for three podcasts. Three podcasts next year. Three that you're gonna appear on. Yes. Okay. And we're gonna try and get out more than uh, Michigan victory in on uh, Friday. Oh, wait. We can break that down really early in 2022. You know what I mean? If they lose, then it ain't happening. Then it's just going to disappear. Yeah, I'll be out for a few months. <laughs> hmm. Wait, who are they playing again? They play Georgia. Oh. They're the late game. That, I know. are they playing on the 31st at night? It's gonna. They're going to finish their game, and in a half hour it'll be uh, New Year's. Like, yeah, as long what, it, When is that? Providing as everything as, goes smoothly. Right. It's nope. always the first. I'm like, what the hell kind of schedule is this? It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. 
Tyler, uh, best of luck there, uh, whatever you do at uh, LiveRC. You update the uh, page <laughs> there. You, you update the page and... Uh, silly season. Yeah, silly season. Right. He, rep- he reports uh, all year he, long on silly season. He, he replaced little- uh, replaced Mike Garrison, right? Yes. Well, yeah, yeah kind of. We, yeah, we worked together until he... Uh, until he went on to do what he does now, but yeah. What the, what does uh, Mike Garrison do now? I forget. Full time graphic design for uh, I don't know what the company actually like designs, but he he's full time there, and then they allow him to run the boom stuff through the the company. Itself. Oh, nice. Yeah. And, and Moto down once in a while, I see. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. All right. Yeah. Thank you guys. Uh, this was fun. Yeah, it was awesome. Appreciate you. Us, man. Appreciate yeah, no you being on. And uh, anytime we need some inside info, I guess we'll give Tyler. That's that's what I'm trying to get him get him on here. So National Enquirer of uh, RC. I know a lot more than I am comfortable admitting. Mm. And I still but like when it comes to a lot of stuff that we talked about tonight, I still know nothing like. Well, we brought you on to talk about all the driver signings, but then we quickly derailed him right right into the 90s. We time warped. Which is fine by me. I love talking about that stuff. That's fine with me. It's all like, I'd rather talk about that stuff too. Like, I don't know anything about it and I'd like to. I think it's a, a cool time in RC. So. Yeah. It was awesome. Okay. Well, Jason blew the 96 four wheel drive nets. Oh, well. He did. You know about that, right, Tyler? I was. Up, I don't. Uh, J- this is Kermit. This is Kermit drinking tea. Jason, film in. You got thirty seconds. Go. <laughs> Ninety-six nuts. Right, well, Losi just busted out the double X four prototype magnesium Pro- chassis. There was only three made. Jason wins a one of the, the three main events with an associated. With no, the Yokomo. 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 Like sorry. outdated Yokomo. He had outdated. And then he blew it. Dang it. I don't think that we can really say that I blew it. <laughs> I wasn't. My version. T- I wasn't. That's oh, my sorry. version. So I wasn't. It's time for your version. I'm joking. I wasn't TQ. I wasn't second. I wasn't third. But I was right there. You were I won a one a one somehow over Kinwald and everybody else. And I'm like single handedly. I'm going to bury this double X project before it ever happens. <laughs> We're just gonna put it in the coffin, you know? yes. like close. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and like you know, I could have just imagined like them that main first know, main. They're probably like, I, I win, the- I win this race, and they have this double X four wheel, and you know, you got pops Losi. He's probably like, really? He you was know? out on a sofa in the street. Who's away. this? We have Kinwald. We have Hodap. Who's Scott this kid? Brown. This kid with a Yokomo? A dogfighter, too? Dogfighter, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it didn't end up that way. Uh, Ken Walt what? pulled it out. and uh, What was your overall? I got second, I think. Oh. Yeah, I got second. Wow. Fuck. Single-handedly trying to squash the whole legacy of a car. And it yeah, that was again. in my hand. I mean, it was like... It was, yeah. He f- fumble. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That was the problem is you were thinking of the magnitude of that moment. Absolutely. I was going to say that. Yeah. The moment was too big. Honestly, the honestly, I never really thought about that because we all hated four wheel. 
yeah like that was you, just the exercise. yeah but you knew you had to know that double x4 it was so much hype no, no, at that race no, no we knew the double x4 was a big deal but we didn't care about four wheel it was all about two wheel and truck i was pissed because it was like i gotta race this shit well i would yeah we were reedy would sign us up for that class because he's like oh we need somebody in four wheel yeah, yeah with some reedy power and it's like all right we'll sign up jason it's like you know you would never practice with it you'd probably run it once or twice in practice it's like the truggy today you know yeah. you run your buggy like 20 times and you're truggy once that's jason how, how many times would you race it in a year like two Wow. You'd run the, the Reedy race and you'd run the Worlds. That's pra- more practice. Jason needed more practice, Scotty. But that was the problem with the whole thing is that you were the we're talking about of that practice. Situation. Yeah, it's just like mostly I was pissed about that race in general because of the, the you know, in those days it was there was no Ifmar qualifying. So it wasn't like you got points for your round. It was only like fast time. Yeah. Uh, so there's four that rounds was... of qualifying, but only the fastest <laughs> run mattered. Right. So the the issue there was the track got so fast that your that whatever round the track was the fastest, if that wasn't your best run, you had no shot. Yeah, you were screwed. Yeah. yeah. So that's what happened to me is I remember the first qualifier, I was like after the first round, I was like third and two wheel. We had the fastest round of qualifying and I ended up in like the C main because I had a bad run. <clears throat> So it's, um, that's how it was then. So I just remember being pissed about the race in general. Yeah. And then you're running four wheel and you're just like, ah, nobody cares about four wheel. And then you like win one of the mains and you're just like, well, oh. a win would be nice. Oh. Well, crap. Maybe I care well, look about at that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's the case was in those days. Anytime I was running well, Ken Waldau was ran better, so that was basically it. He was the he was the killer. I was just cheering for Scott Hughes. Yeah, Fataba Radio. Guy. Only Fataba Radio in the county, probably. And we almost had Chris Bing on the show tonight, but he said he couldn't make it, so that would have been Oh Chris. Couldn't make it. Couldn't make it. But uh ninety six Nats. There it is. Maybe next time. Yeah, he's he, he he's definitely committed to the show, but uh, apparently not committed enough. Just gotta get him on the right day. Yeah, well, he messaged me during the show and said, "Sorry, guys, can't make it." So, Excellent. all right, we'll get him. Um, there you go. Now, Tyler, when you're doing broadcasts for Live RC, just try to squeeze in 96 nats for yeah. every broadcast somehow. Just get I'll it in. Just yeah. get it in there somehow. We usually talk about how much I hate Australia. And Scotty talks about how much he likes pizza, and we can add this in easily. Ninety-six. You don't even got a crowbar. Do that for the ripcast. Got it. And uh, I would be remiss if I did not mention at this moment the ninety-six. Ninety-six minutes, and Jason blew it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I'd say something like that. A one. A a one. one, How did you say it, Kirby? The one. One. one, Go ahead, Kirby. Nothing main. What was it? Blue oh, Jason, lead. Jason blew a one Oh main lead. Yeah. One Oh <laughs> main lead. As the, the camera pans to Jason, there is the perfect, you know, back in 96. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do it. Single handedly. Do it. Single handedly. Could have just, just put the double X four in a coffin. <clears throat> yeah. Like, you know, cause that race, you know, 
back then with the magazines and everything, they're doing photo shoots on this car, body oh. off. Oh, it was crazy. It was like in, you know, every it was like magazine. the evolution. Like yeah, it, it was, was like, like holy shit, you know. This is the greatest vehicle ever. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, we could have just put it right in the coffin. <laughs> that thing would have never existed. <laughs> Magnesium what? Yeah. Yeah. Magnesium what? Molded who? What? Yeah. Mm. Whatever I'm drinking while I'm like doing the show, I'll pour a little bit of it out for you, and then we'll have a moment of silence. You yeah, should. Good, good call. I do that every night for him. Honestly, that wasn't the most. <laughs> that wasn't the most frustrating Kenwald loss. I've had more than that. So. Oh, yeah, but that one's. Come on. That's become the epic one. Like I forgot I all about that one until we started oh. talking about '96. Nats. Until we brought it up every episode. <laughs> yeah, until we started talking about '96 Nats. I mean. Before it really, it was the '95 Nats. That was the one that pissed me off. I'm sure, but you had the chance to do something really big there at '96. Rewrite the history books. <sighs> okay. Say, Levy. Allison's saying Australia was better than the others. Yeah, it's not what I was saying. It's not that I hate Australia. I just hate the idea of all of the animals can kill you. I just think that's stupid. <laughs> Every animal can kill you. Oh, come on. Kangaroos are friendly. Kangaroos are yucks. I went to that. Jack. I'm not in. Not in. We went to that little, we went to that little, um, that, that little zoo right by the track and we had kangaroos there. We took all selfies with them. Yeah, but they were in cages. Like, so you're fine. (laughs) Yeah, you're safe. Oh, they're not in the the wild. No, no, no. no, They were right next to it. They were like no, they were like yes. free range kangaroos. You, yes, they were like you, domesticated. No, you you pet you were petting them. Yeah, they're domesticated. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not trying to meet a wild kangaroo though. They, they drank as much Starbucks as Jason. That's bad. <laughs> you seen how swollen some of those dudes? Get? Like, swollen. Huge. The kangaroos <laughs> are swollen. I read. I forget what I read the other day on Instagram about their muscle mass. It's crazy. <laughs> It's ridiculous. Not interested. They're ripped. They're shredded. Yeah. And hey, before you go, Tyler, you got what is the Instagram handle for Masami? Because I looked it up and I can't find anything that matches. I don't know. I'll let you guys know off camera. Yeah. Yeah. I'll forward to Jason. Just, yeah. That's fine. It's a 13 time world champ. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can drive with my feet. F off. 13 time champ. It's. Oh, uh, this this actually was one of the most fun episodes. It's 14XL. <laughs> that's actually is. Ah, double. <laughs> 14X. Oh, world. 14W. Oh, 14, 14WXL. That's his name. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, man. Tyler, you guys are seriously, I said this on the podcast a few weeks ago. You guys are doing an awesome job with Live RC and the coverage oh, and the camera angles and everything. It's just crazy. Oh, we appreciate it. We've been. Brandon's been working on that stuff a lot so that we can, you know, try to bring higher quality stuff to uh, the races that we attend and uh, working on also the, you know, the graphics and stuff like that. Um, Brandon's yeah. been working on that stuff so that we can, you know, provide just like any other motorsport. For it. So that's the plan. What race was that, Jason? I was watching and I was texting you and I'm like, Jesus Christ. I, I mean, it was amazing. Like the, the, uh, you know, I don't always tune in, but I did for the, I think it was the nationals, wasn't it, Jason? 
Yeah, it was the, uh, 96 Nats. <laughs> <laughs> so I forget what it was, what race, but I was watching it and I'm, I was just blown away. And I think I even said it in a chat like to Live RC. I'm like, man, this is this is amazing. Just sit- nitro nats. It, was, it was good. Like, yeah, yeah nitro nats. That's what it was. And everything. It caught on fire, but that's okay. W- wait, what? Yeah, we have a cable cam that's like ran off of a, you know, like a lipo battery or something like that. Did it, it really? Exploded. It was sick. That's what it was, Jason. The cable cam. Remember, I was bragging. I was like, "This is awesome, man." Oh yeah. Go bigger, go home. I couldn't believe what I was watching. It was just crazy. It was really cool until I had to re-solder it. Like, <laughs> main day i think yeah i'm just gonna need you to put this back together i'm like dude it's it was on fire i don't know wow thing but it It really would have been nice it really would have been nice to have the cable cam at the 96 nats (laughs) (laughs) i would have been trackside you could have seen me man i wish chris bing could have made it tonight i know man you know that cable coming across up there, and our antennas would be hitting the cable. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I think I had a um, case Bing was going to be on. I thought I had. Uh, let's see, I have to put you had, that. You had the banner from the track, did I? Yeah. Who right. was the worst fisherman back then? Oh, I don't. There I was don't. Some- I, there were some local guys, but I don't know of any like you know high level dudes. Uh, there's Pavita second from left. Yeah, Pavita's Bing. Bing's next to him, ain't he? Yeah, Bing. Bing's right here. Yeah. Scott Hughes. Wait, now is that Scott Hughes in like the collared shirt? Yeah, that's him. Yeah, he always he wore that. that for? He always did. He never wore a team shirt. Oh, just look! All you got to see is that block of a Futaba PCM. You know that's him. <laughs> the big monster radio. That's it. You had to be strong to hold that that's one. That's what I'm talking about. Wagon Hill hobbies. Yeah. Mike Weed all the way to the left. When I found out there was a Roar Nationals in Pennsylvania, I almost. Sh- yeah, I you could say it. Yeah. I almost shit my pants. <laughs> Pennsylvania. Well, it was there. Yeah, back then, Tyler it never came over to the East Coast. It was California or nothing. Yeah, it was either California or Winter Champs in Florida. That that was. It. I mean, although the one before that was in Georgia, but that's yeah. <laughs> we'll, we won't talk about that. Florida's we close enough. Yeah, Florida neighbors it. And the one before that was in Florida. All right. Well, okay. Pennsylvania. How's that? Pennsylvania. <laughs> You're all in California. <laughs> Whatever. All right, Jason, you're off the show. Hey, the, the, name name the last electron. <laughs> and he's gone. <laughs> name the last two mats in Pennsylvania. Well, probably ninety six. Oh, probably is. Wow. Do they even race well, RC cars in Pennsylvania? Well, <laughs> I think so. Well, uh, you, <laughs> said, you said you said electric nats. Right? Electric, like eight, you know, ten scale. Come on, Tyler, R- LCRC Raceway. Yeah. yeah. Oh, duh. We did that. Yeah. They should put that there every year. Every year, the, yeah. the Nitro Nats should be there. But that place yeah. was sick. Like, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. They put on a show. Yeah. Well run. Yeah, it was a nice to Kirby came out. He got to witness it. And, uh, yeah. A lot of good racing out there that weekend. He got to see. Yeah. That track God, was sick. God, he didn't, you know, he didn't quite make it no. to the Nats. Pussy. <laughs> he watched um, the fantastic coverage. Got to see the cable cam. That's right. He watched that's, it. Yes. Yeah. He's like, I don't know what you guys are all talking about. Yeah, that place was sweet, though. I would love to go back. Scooter. Oh my God. Chris Bing, Scooter Motorworks. Oh, that's, 
Who could forget? Yeah. Okay. We we got to get going. Yeah, we'll be here for another four. I can talk about that all night. <laughs> All right, guys, this was awesome. I appreciate everything. And again, uh, tell Brandon over at LiveRC, I think they're doing great. And uh, I did message him, but uh, he never uh, never responded. Just message him again. <laughs> like that's, that's not he, he doesn't. He doesn't Facebook Messenger. No, yeah, I don't think he does. No. Okay, I was just giving him props. Letting him, when I saw the camera angles and the and the cable cam. I'll let him know. You guys still doing a cable cam then, even though it caught on fire? Do you I still? Think so. Okay, cool. All right, I'll have to tune in. When's your next big race? DNC. There you go. DNC. I'll tune in for that. I love it. Sitting, in, sit in the living room, watch it on the big screen. Yeah, I get to sit in a Conex box. It's probably going to be cold as balls. <laughs> Case any of our listeners don't know what I'm talking about, liverc.com. <laughs> Hopefully they do. But yeah, if they, don't, nah, they do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I used to be able to say, like, we only had 10 listeners, but that, that's not really true. 25. All right, so um, that's it. And uh, Allison wants you home, Jason. So okay. you yeah, got to get relax. going. All right, guys, thanks for joining us. Uh, appreciate it. This was episode 235. We're closing in on the uh, million downloads. Ooh. Which. That's going to be a fact. I don't know if it's good or not, because we haven't really. We should be doing a lot more than 235 episodes in seven years or what, eight years now? <laughs> Road to a million. Hey, but, you know, whatever. Just blame Jason. Road to a million. But uh, Podbean sent me an email and they said, you're close. And I clicked on it and it said a uh, million downloads. So, okay. I guess that's something cool. to be proud of, right? Get her done. All right. Well. I appreciate everybody joining us and uh, apologize for the audio. Ver- people listening on the audio version. It's probably a no. little uh, chaotic. Just deal with it, dude. But, uh, dude, yeah, just deal with us. it. And Tyler was in his car, so the audio. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, it wasn't the greatest. So don't don't shoot me no, those messages. It's all good. So, all right, we'll catch all you right. for two thirty six. Thanks. Go blue. See you guys. See you, Tyler. Go Niners. See you, Kirby. Thanks for joining us, Kirby.